Hey everybody, it's me, Chris. Um, I don't know if you'll hear this uh, when it's actually put on the episode, but um, there is thunder noises in my background because that is what I listen to when I sleep, which is what I was about to do. But I need to get this done because it is my job. So without further ado, we're going to hop right into the the Patreon patrons Patreon. I had it right the second time. We're gonna hop right into the patrons. So uh, this week, I am reading them a little weird um, because I'm not reading them off of Patreon because of reasons. But yeah, let's just go into it. So, ugh, sorry, my nose. Huge shout out to. And of course, a thank you to Riss or Reese. I'm unsure. Rosemary's baby. Your mom, Stuart Mumford. Hi, Chikoski. Sarah Royer. Zach seven two four. Gideon Ebling. Christopher Walker. Demon Cat Tally. S Lee. Nick. Hope Von Gunton. Hashtag Team Slurpee. Cinder Soul, The Bat Sammy, Tommy Fitzpatrick, Robo Ghost World, SCP Archives, Stephen Jennings, Suske, and Kenneth Shaughnessy. I don't know why I amped, why I amped up the uh, ener- energy at the bottom there. I'm tired. <laughs> but not tired enough to uh, not thank you guys for your like constant support. Um, and. You know, we're so glad that everyone's been enjoying the show. We recently actually just passed, I think, uh, 9,000 downloads. I think. I might be wrong. Depends on when this episode comes out. At the time of recording this, I think we just passed 9,000. Though I am unsure. But anywho, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Terribly sorry. This is probably edited out. But, anywho. We love you guys, and we hope you enjoy this week's episode. The following podcast contains material which may not be suitable for all listeners. Full content warnings are available in the show notes. Previously on Meddling with Monsters. Well, so you got to put a little bit of flair on it. He gets out a small box, and on this box, it just says the defogginator, I think is what he's getting. The fog is just getting sucked up off of the surrounding area into the box. My friends are down, are down there. I left, I gotta go get them. I left them back. They're, they're, talk, they're telling me I need to go, I need to join them. I don't. Gus, Gus, your friends from the mine are no longer here. Those voices are trying to pull you into a place you shouldn't be. Both of us aren't making it over that thing. And you gotta get out of here so that you can quit being a jerk. Okay? There's there's a there's a there's a commute like an interface center or whatever in town. I need I need you to go there, and he takes something off, and it's uh he's got he's got a cross necklace on and he tosses it to you. I need you. There's someone there named Deb. I need you to give that to her and I need you to tell her. I need you to tell her I'm sorry. Might might be uh, might be late to the uh, harvest festival this year. Okay. The whole mountain shakes just rock sliding off uh, and uh, 
tumbling down uh, huge portions of the mountain giving way. You watch as just destruction gets wreaked across all of the valley. And in that moment, you all realize that you are desperately running out of time. Sleep, even when peaceful, is a strange thing. Having your body lapse into an unconscious state for hours at a time while you experience potent hallucinations you may or may not remember the next day is one of the many things about life that would be utterly terrifying if we did not experience it routinely. And that is for sleep in its ideal form. What you have experienced over the past several hours, Ashton, is anything but. Your last clear memory was of collapsing outside a tunnel surrounded by your team members, and also a Mothman. The rest has been a dark blur, punctuated with brief moments of chaotic wakefulness that descend back into oblivion as quickly as they come. You occasionally feel a sharp pain in your leg or hear the almost distant sounds of your friends' voices. But none of these sensations gel into a continuous, conscious narrative. Finally, though, you wake properly, and when you do, you find yourself alone in the makeshift infirmary of the Winnebago, the faintest of morning lights beginning to come through the window. What do you do? Oh, that was a genuine yawn. <laughs> uh, the exhaustion is real. Dude, I'm going to wake six in the morning. It's going to be real. <laughs> Ashton uh, wakes up just kind of laying there. He doesn't like jerk awake. He just kind of like wakes up in the way that you just kind of like open your eyes and just kind of sit there staring at the ceiling for a little bit. Yeah. So you're just laying there, right? You look kind of rough and a little yeah. tired. Right? He's, he's just laying there and he's like just trying to like feel out just by laying there like ten un tensing and untensing his muscles to see like Got it. what's hurting and what's not. Yeah, I think we described your right thigh as hurting. You probably, is it fair? Like Ashton's a tough guy. You probably wince at having like a pickaxe wound in your side, right? Yeah, I mean that still fucking hurts, but like he's, he's had worse happen to him before. Yeah, I, I think you would notice Tempest is this fair. You would have bandaged it up, right? Yes, they would have patched him up as best as they are able. Okay, Ashton after, you know, feeling your pain, the next thing that you hear is a somewhat familiar but certainly unexpected voice say, Wow, it looks like you've had a really rough night, haven't you? And do you turn to see who this voice is? He, he fucking, yeah, he fucking jerks, like, over to, like, look, like, just, like, just fucking, like, snaps his head and, like, sits you up see, slightly. You see, standing next to the door of the Winnebago is none other than Trisha Haywood. God. I will describe her briefly here. Fucking Winnebago. <laughs> yeah, I'll describe her briefly. Uh, pretty much the image that you have had in your head is probably fairly accurate, but. On a, ponytail? 
Yep. Uh, kind of dirty blonde hair, probably about five, 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 seven, somewhere in that range, wearing uh, some black flats, some slacks, you know, a little blazer and a, a shirt. And she's just standing there seeming very nonchalant. Okay. Um, very unintimidated too, unafraid. Ah, uh, uh, well, uh, Grisha? Fisher, what was your name again? I can't seem to remember. Listen, uh, now's not a great time. See, I just kind of woke up, as you can probably tell, because your creepy ass was watching me or some shit. Uh, if you could piss <laughs> off, that would be great. <laughs> he just, like, stretch as he says that. I love that. Ashton so much. I love him so much. She... Honestly, I think at this point knows enough about your whole sh- to not be completely thrown off by this. And she actually s- smiles a little bit, almost bemused. I am aware it may not be a great time, but it seems as if you are running out of time, right? Eh, I mean, I mean, if you think of is there water nearby him? Is there like a like a glass Tempest, of water? You probably would have left a glass of water, right? You're yeah, a good man, friend. Some it. form of wrapped snack. It's like a granola bar or something. So, you know, you don't want to get ants. If there's fucking bottled water next to him, I'll just grab that and like not look at her and just go, you know, I mean, really, you could have. Hold on. Ugh. 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 Sorry. Mm. Mm. Sorry. Uh, but you could have at least uh, knocked first. Uh, you know. So actually, who the fuck let you in? <laughs> or did you break in? Is that is that a thing that your company does now? Is it just kind of just goes where it wants? I mean, it, it makes sense. We were already doing that for the most part, let's be honest. My fucking Winnebago. This motherfucker. My home, my safe space. She just fucking walked into it too. My haven. <laughs> you don't, you don't, yeah, you just woke up. You have no idea how she got here, how long she's been here, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, T- Tempest, you did not pick like impenetrable barriers on the Winnebago, so that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Hired. you know, it's a haven. It's probably a safe place. No. Hired a guy. His name is, uh, his name is Daryl. He, uh, he protects the Winnebago. Well, no, we're not around. <laughs> usually, usually it's Dane, has its own babysitter. <laughs> I think you might need to fire Daryl then at this rate. <laughs> Daryl is not performing up to standard. Um, I guess actually, Ashton, are you trying to figure out like how the fuck she might have gotten in he, here? He's something? not. So when I say he's not looking at her, he's looking at literally like throughout the like area that he is currently laying in, trying to see okay. if like there's any signs of like oh she like yeah. broke in. So I guess you tell me, do you think this is, I think this probably would be a read about situation, right? You're trying to evaluate like. Yes, I would say this is read about situation. Because <laughs> this is clearly a bad situation. So go ahead and re, um, roll me plus, I think it's plus sharp. Yeah. Unless yep. you can actually do cool, right? Because you have tactical Yes, genius. I do do cool. Do do cool. All right. Do-do-do. So that's, oh shit, that's an 11. <laughs> Excellent. Plus, Excellent. wait. It doesn't even matter unless you have a minus, um, which you shouldn't. I, I definitely don't. So that's a 14. Yeah, you did very good. You can ask me two questions from the read about situation list. Actually, three questions. I'm sorry. And you get plus one while acting on any of the relevant info. What's most vulnerable to me is my first one. Oh, interesting. So frame that as like if you wanted to get her out of here, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, what you'll notice and what I'll give you is 
pretty useful info. You look at the edges of her sort of figure and there's just like a slight shimmer to them, which you didn't detect in your initially sleep addled state, which implies that she is not physically here, which mm. is how she got in. Okay. So if you want to get her out, you would want to do something magic related to get her out since she isn't physically here. Okay. I'm trying to decide if I were to ask what's my best way out, would that per actually if I I'm going to go ahead and ask that and hope that like you tell me something like a way to fucking dispel her from my area. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I think I guess you tell me, Ashton, like I and I'll we can I don't have anything super defined for what it is that she's doing. I left it a little, little bit nebulous on purpose. What you know is that she must be in some location off somewhere else. Uh, you do know that it to sort of astral project like this probably does take a decent amount of magical, like a power source, so to speak. So um, I think, you know, potentially, I don't, you know, you can tell me what you might have on you to do this. I'll be pretty flexible with you, but um, you would basically almost want to just either uh, almost do the magical equivalent of sending a very strong oppositely phased signal in a way, or like some sort of feedback thing, which might bust whatever magical, uh, circuit or power source is doing that. Does that seem fair? Uh, yes. I think I can work yeah. with that. I mean, I guess, and I'll give you another bit. Just the other thing is, you know that probably she's having to project to a somewhat limited area. And the fact that she wanted to project into your room, presumably either the others have been compromised. You don't, you don't know that yet. Or she wants to talk to you and just you and have it be private. So you could compromise, you know, you could literally just shout for help. True. Um, so I guess that's everything I'll say is right. She can't seem to physically, you don't think that she can do much to physically interact with you, at least very limited. Um, so you have that going for you. What's the third question you want to ask? Hmm. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? I guess I'm going to give you something. Her body language seems kind of confident. She's talking, I think. If she wanted to just observe you, that would be kind of probably pointless. Mm -hmm. She clearly wants to talk to you. And the fact that you know that it must um, must have best be taking a fair amount of, you know, magical power to accomplish this. She must must be important. The danger you haven't noticed, she's 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 wants to talk to you about something, which means, you know, I guess I'll sort of give you this like you, you're able to read that into the situation, which means that um, whether that's a danger or not kind of has to be seen. But clearly she wants to talk to you or do something with you. And the fact that, you know, this is, you know, clearly not a great person at a not great company means you want to be cautious about it, but it might warrant hearing her out first. Yeah. Potentially. I just, uh, it's for some reason it popped into my brain, just like deep in some facility. She like walks up to like a door and it's like, I want to talk to the stupid one. And it's like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, (laughs) what the hell? Um, we but yeah. say actually, it out loud. <laughs> just briefly what I'll say as far as I think, you know, you, you're uh, you're certainly smart, but I imagine it's kind of clear you're looking around a little bit. You're only um, you're certainly coy about it. But I think she's seen your even if she doesn't know exactly she doesn't know what you figured out just yet. Um, but she can see that, you know, you're sitting up, probably paying a bit more attention, understandably. And she's like, I she even kind of waves her hand and you can see like a slight Again, almost like a fog coming off of it or whatever. Like it's clearly like a little bit phantasmally projecting. She's like, I can't, can't do anything to you, um, nor do I intend to. I just want to talk. Yeah, and that's, uh, yeah, you're not really here. You're using a, what, astral projection or some form of it, yeah? More or less, yeah. Uh, it takes a little, uh, 
big uh big battery to do something like that something very specific like uh me yeah man i wonder what you could be using be oh, I would hope you would be flattered that I would want to spend all these resources just to talk to you. Oh, it is my pleasure. Now, what the fuck do you want to talk to me about? <laughs> <laughs> she, um, God, I fucking love Ashton. I love this interaction. Uh, she crosses, she crosses her arms and sort of, she can't really lean up against anything in the room because she's not interacting with it, but you can tell, actually, I think it's kind of cool. You can almost tell that she's leaning on something invisible. She must be leaning on a wall that you can't see. Mm-hmm. And she just says, uh, she actually gets a somewhat tired look on her face. And you can tell, you know, she's hiding it behind a layer of professional attire and some makeup, but she actually looks sorry, a little worse for wear as well. And she says, well, truth is, you're not the only person who's had a rough night. Um, look, I'm going to shoot straight with you and straight to the point, because clearly neither of us wants to be around the other for particularly much longer. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. You and your little band, and she gestures sort of just vaguely out to the win- out of the Winnebago, and your little band of friends are the only people that I know of to go inside that mountain and come back out in one piece and not turned into some coal creature or whatever. Oh, your troops, uh, I imagine, did not fare too well. No, we have... An abundance to throw at it, but that's clearly proving to be uh, not exactly the most important factor. Fucking hell. What about the value of human life? Now, you're not here to argue this, Tempest. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. I'm just thinking. So, uh, I have come to make an offer of sorts. Uh, We can't get inside and figure out what's going on with this thing, much less stop it, but you can. However, what we can do is make your life and your attempt to do that a hell of a lot easier than it could be otherwise. Why? What do you get out of it? See, Ashton, this is why I came to you and none of the others. Because despite our little burgeoning mutual dislike of one another, we share one very important attribute. We're professionals. We both know what it takes to get a job done. He, uh, he, 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 he gets like a little bit of a grin and he goes, go on. All right. So you've probably familiarized yourself with one of these before. And she hands up one of the business cards that she tried to hand you earlier. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fancy little listening cards. Yeah. Yeah. Fancy little listening cards. Correct. Good. You have picked up on something. That's great. Oh yeah. That's great. Yeah. Go on. So, this is what I can offer you. Um, as you might have noted, well, I, you know, as you may or may not have noticed, I'm not sure how conscious you were given your current state. The roads leading up to the mountain are, well, let's say, uh, difficult to navigate at the very least, which is going to make any attempt you all have to get back up there not easy. Um, and then there's nothing to say about, you know, what potential law enforcement resistance you might find. Um, I don't know if you know this from talking to some of your friends, but we uh, have connections in the Portera PD, so to speak. And mm-hmm. I would love to use those to help you, but it can be used to hinder as well if necessary. Ah, oh, great. It's one and of these situations. All right. I figured, see, this is why I came to you. I figured you would understand what's going on here. 
All right. She holds up the cardigan and she says, all I'm asking, I'm going to give you one of these. You're going to have it on you when you go to kill this thing. I'm not expecting you to give us anything that you find. Not expecting much of anything beyond that you just wear this until the completion of mission after which you can dispose of it. I'll even uh, leave behind the materials necessary to do so or you can grab your own or get your buddy or whoever it was that got rid of it last time to take care of it for you if you well, don't want to have to have any explaining to do. Um, that's it. That's all that we need. Uh, we'll even give you a copy of the recording if you would like a little memento or something. So he like slings his feet over the uh, side of whatever he was laying on so that he's like his feet are on the floor and he's basically just sitting now. Let me get this straight. You want to watch and listen to us killing the mountain. Correct. So you can what? Just learn from it? In a sense, yes. If you're going to want to know more than that, we're going to have to extend our professional relationship a little bit. Oh, no, I don't give two shits about why you want to do that. I was just Excellent. honestly wanting now. Um, so, so mm, the entire police versus Also, us. bear in mind, again, we have a fair amount of manpower which could be used to clear said roadways wherever you'd like to go. Or, you know, you can waste time having to do it yourself, and who knows what bad stuff could happen while you do that. Hmm, yeah, you're, you're, you're right, yeah. It'd be a shame if I uh, had a way to just, you know, get from point A to point B instantly. That would be, uh, that'd be real bad. Even if you do, what happens once you get out of point B? And, you know, it, let, me, let me explain something to you, Ashton. I know that you... Uh, you know, you feel fancy with all of your magical abilities and tools and toys, and they're fantastic. Don't get me wrong. There's a reason why I offered you this uh, job, so to speak. But you'd be surprised what a little bit of corporate influence can do if, you know, a out-of-date license tag, some paperwork that goes missing at a home somewhere, any number of small little inconveniences that can add up to a hell of a headache for you. Lady... He, he fucking stands up now, just like straightens out his... I, I imagine he's not wearing his uh, coat anymore. He, I imagine they, that uh, someone took it off of him. No. Uh, no? Okay. No, he's not wearing it. Oh, he's not. Okay. Yeah, so he just okay. like, he just sh makes sure that his shirt is still like tucked in and straightens his tie. And he's like, lady, you don't fucking scare me. I hope you know that. I've I'm not counting on scaring you. I'm counting on giving you a productive job offer. Well, maybe I don't want to work for you. Okay, you're welcome to see what happens when you don't. I have a lot of experience in crudeing and human resources, if you want to phrase it that way. <sighs> Just think it over. And she actually does something. She takes that card. Her form actually gets briefly a little bit more wavier as the cards gets more solidified. And then it actually just drops on the desk next to you. So she does have a way, very small way, right? To to transmute objects through whatever yeah, this connection Ashton, is. Yeah, Ashton seeing that, he uh, 
his eyebrows do that like little like arch where like the one eyebrow goes up and he goes like this kind of like a oh look he was not expecting that to happen (laughs) she actually like you can see a little bit of a just a shift in confidence on her face now that she knows that she's gotten just a little bit of something over you just a little bit and then he goes so a lot of power then he picks up the card and he like flips it over just to like make sure it looks like the ones from before at a cursory example or examination that you would get, it does. Huh. Hmm. You don't want to work for us. You hand this right out to one of your little friends out there. They do whatever they did last time, and you don't have to hear from us again. At least not as uh, friends. If I do this. Let's say I do. She grins just a little bit upon you. No, no, don't fucking grin. Don't fucking grin. Listen, if I do this... (laughs) I love being Ashton. (laughs) If I do this... Then... You're not going to ask more of me, right? Because that's always annoying, a callback. Well, it depends. If you do a good job, there's always the potential for more work. But if you do this, then for the rest of your time here in Portera, you know, you'll be free. Um, Now, of course, you go somewhere else, you know, it's not a long term thing where uh, if you want a more permanent position, you got to do more permanent work. Yeah. All right. One last thing. How did you... uh... How did you get, uh, what's-his-face to, uh, come along with you? You know, from Smithage. Oh, the loud, obnoxious one. Yeah. Um, I imagine probably not of his own volition. Oh, really? What gave that away? You're <laughs> even more perceptive than I thought, Mr. Grin. Oh, come on. We both know he's not, he did not look like the kind of type that would, uh, you know, work for a corporation. Like I said, I have a lot of experience in recruitment and human resources. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm uh, adding this to uh, my card collection for the next... Uh, you know what? I'll let you time me. Uh, I'll give it about an hour and a half. Uh, she nods. Oh, and also, Mr. Gren, um, I figured this would have gone understood, but uh, there's no need to let your co-workers in on this. That would create complications I think neither of us really want to deal with. Yeah, I'll let them know after the fact. She she gives like a, like a you know, I think she's amenable to that arrangement. I think she recognizes that this is clearly a business arrangement. She has no power over you in as much as she, you know, exercises it, so... Yeah. Um, okay, so do, so d- is that it? You've you've taken the card. You're gonna put it in with you. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll fart do this just this once, so you can get your jollies off to us killing a mountain. She smiles. Um, excellent, Mister Gren. I know you're just an independent contractor, but it's such a wonderful joy to have you on the Greenleaf team. Uh huh. Up yours, and he walks through her. <laughs> oh, you beautiful bastard! Uh, yeah, and I think I think she just poofs out of existence. Like, 
God um, damn, fucking corporate asshole. Ugh, <laughs> I know. I told you I had a big twist plan for this. Oh I was my God. Um, I'm very happy with this. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, Tap is so angry. I assume then that you just walk out of the Winnebago, right, Ashton? Yeah, he just walks straight out the Winnebago. All right, it's, like I said, it's early morning. I guess all the others, what does Ashton, what kind of scene does Ashton walk out to? Um, Who's doing what? Celeste and I discussed that Cassandra and Tempest are getting down into research. Yep. Okay. Now, interestingly, would you have been in the Winnebago at the time? Yeah, I think Tempest has gotten their little set up in their bunk. Okay. I actually think it's not unreasonable to imagine that Trisha's thing would have also had some sort of soundproofing element to it. Because mm-hmm. clearly if she's going to go to that extent, she's not going to let something jeopardize it that simply. And then, Cassandra, are you with Tempest? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Ashton, as you walk out of the infirmary, you might, is the door open to the bunk room, the other room that we talked about? Are you having it closed, Tempest? That's kind of a you question, I guess, you and Cassandra. I think that the the door into the sort of medical area would have been closed to let Ashton sleep. I, I No, I know, but I mean the door to your room. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's open. Okay, so Ashton, would, I'm just, it's a minor her. thing, but Ashton would see it, right? Yeah. Okay, y'all can have an interaction there as appropriate. A cursory thing, I'll go over this on mic so that or on the session so that uh, the audience can be aware of it, but you are all going to heal one harm if you have any, just from getting to rest up a little bit. Cool. cool. Um, Yay. Where, yeah, I think if, as soon as Ashton comes out, it's like, oh, or, hi, you're, you're up. Are, are you feeling better? Oh, yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Sure. Yeah, I'm awake. I can see that. Um, how's your leg? Uh, you know, I feel like uh, a grandfather with a bum knee, but, you know, I'm mm, sure that'll yeah. get better eventually. I'm afraid I'm not an expert, but we did what we could. Well, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. Hey, hey, Tempest. Yeah? and walks in sees Ashton's like oh hey dude and just gives like a sort of half-hearted peace symbol yeah uh, do you got do you got the do you got the glue that Jimmy gave you yep already no um she actually walks up no it's not for Dane and she holds ah. she holds her left hand in her right hand oh right okay Right. Yeah, I handcuffed it to Cass's steering wheel last night, which was a smart idea because I woke up to it trying to grab my face and I slept next to a hammer. So if you got glue, yeah, that'd be dope. They, they'll, they'll dig it, it out of their It kind of fucking bag. hurts a lot, actually. So if you got some glue, that'd be great. I don't yeah. know if that'll help. They dig it out. I think you just sort of adhere poor M's left hand back to her left forearm. Mm-hmm. And what you would notice about M, she, she just looks exhausted. Like... Her eyes are really heavy. She's like, normally she is kind of obviously like quipping and things like that. And she's doing a little bit of that, but not as much. And the other thing is she's not really like making eye contact with any of y'all. She's just sort of like looking down, grabbing the glue and sticking her hand back on. Thanks. There's a coffee maker somewhere. In one of the cabinets. Cool beans, dude. Hot beans. Coffee beans. All right. Well, you have fun being a paper mache. I'm going outside. 
you do get a middle finger full of coal as she walks away. <laughs> oh, that was uh, that was rock solid. <laughs> I think Tempest smiles <laughs> against their own better judgment because they do feel more for Em in this situation. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Ashton's being a dick. Cassandra, yeah, Cassandra just kind of has just like a really unamused face. It's like they look up from the book they were reading and just looks at Ashton and it's like, and you wonder why they're so pissed at you all the time. I think I'm starting to get it. Would it be the constantly being rude? Because I think that might be part of it. I love you, Tempest, so much. <laughs> oh, right, I have to respond to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, 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 that would be Ashton's response. Yeah, honestly, so, yeah, I have to. Re- <laughs> That's so in character. <laughs> um, he just walks outside <laughs> in search okay. of Dane. Dane, where would Ashton find you? Ashton would find Dane sitting around because um, we're back at the uh, the house. And You're the back room. at yeah. the house, yeah. Yeah, over by the um, by the campfire where where we had the bonfire. Yeah, everything, and just just sitting there, staring off into the distance. Yeah. Hi, big guy. How you feeling? You're looking, uh, you're looking, uh, chiseled. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Does Ashton want to piss everybody off today? <laughs> and that's before everyone finds out he's, like, in cahoots with the evil corporation. It's like yeah. eight in the morning. Jesus. <laughs> Dane continues to stare off into the distance. Something I'm actually going to very briefly give you, Dane. Uh, you wouldn't have noticed this while in the cave, nor would you have noticed it when you first got out because it was dim. The closer it gets to morning, the brighter it gets. It's like your eyes are not now suited for sunlight. They're suited for working in the dark. So it's just on top of how shitty you're feeling. You're just like everything feels too bright and it's getting worse the more the sun comes up. Dane sits there and takes it. He's like, <laughs> I deserve I deserve oh, this. No. Oh, I mean, here's I mean, the thing, though, y'all. He does, he does actually. Like, oh. He does. God, we all need therapy. Ashton will uh, gotta kill a mountain first. Notice that uh, Dane did not uh, say anything nor react to anything that he said. Though Ashton thought what he said was pretty funny, so he's oh. gonna move to uh, sit uh, sit down either next to or across from him, uh, whichever is available. I imagine and, both would be so. Yeah, there's no one else. Emma has gone back to her car, take care of some things, kind of getting ready. All right, then I'll sit next to him. And uh, what's uh, what's on your mind? I have glue for legs. <laughs> one barely functional arm. I do not have any weapons. I am made of coal. I do not know how to kill this thing. Well, uh, you know, you know what they say, uh, can't get any worse than this. The only way to go is up. To the mountain. To kill it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Today, I'm curious. We're kind of getting a, an insight into your mindset from this convo with Ashton. But like you said, you know, Dane feels like he deserves this. How is Dane feeling about the prospect of the fight that is coming up soon, probably? Woefully uh, underprepared. Yeah, yeah. It would be. And I assume that you have told no one anything about most of what transpired between, like that much le- that you saw Joe, much less what else happened while you were in there. Right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, nothing of Joe uh, happened. Nothing meant oh, with Joe uh, was mentioned, and Dane hasn't mentioned anything about what he saw down there just yet. Okay. I, and last night, I will say just to kind of so I've talked about this with you guys offline, but so that the listeners kind of know, in case it's not obvious, you know, last night you all would have. Actually, probably had to take a couple trips because there's six of you and there was just Cass's car and you had a giant guy and a beat up, uh, tired old guy. So just cramming everyone was probably not a great idea. So probably what happened was M drove Ashton and Gus and Tempest back, left Gus and Tempest, or left Gus and Ashton with Tempest to take care of, which we should also get to where y'all are putting Gus because that's another important question. And then drove back, grabbed Cassandra and Dane, and then, you know, everyone just kind of crashed, I imagine, because everyone was exhausted. So, yeah. If, as, unless someone wants to tell me that's not what would have happened. I Dane has been sitting probably, outside all night. Okay, fair, fair. Probably zoning in and out like you do, right? Like, when yeah. you sleep with air quotes. In it. Yeah. But yeah, Dane hasn't shared any of that information. Dane is just, I don't want to say defeated, but like, at this point is like, this isn't a fun fight anymore because I don't have all the all my fun tools. And yeah. That's probably the first choice. time we've seen him not really want to fight. Yeah. Okay, so Ashton, you see Dane in this kind of despondent state. Do you say anything else? Um, well, Dane. <sighs> Your weapons aren't gone. Let's start with that part. Uh, they are still in the mountain, and uh, if anything, uh, knowing our luck, we'll find them before we actually, or during, our fight with it. And uh, it's not going to be awful. You know, I don't know what you went through in that mountain. You are... Seem to have, uh, you seem to be uh, quite quite down about it all. And to be honest, I'm uh, I'm a tad bit worried. And just know that, uh, you know, we can uh, we can do this. I mean, we. I'm sure you've killed billions of things before. I sure know I have. And. You, Cassandra's, well, Cassandra's Cassandra. I'm sure she could wipe things off the face of the fucking earth if she wanted to. The point is, we're not going into this fight with nothing. Because we got each other, and, uh, you know, we're pretty all right, I guess. This isn't the end of the world. If I had my things. Then what? If I... If it had gone my way, we wouldn't be in this situation in the first place. I would have taken care of it then and there. 
No getting turned into coal. No one getting hurt. We're all still here. And at least less than two pieces. I don't know, I just saw M put her hand back on, so that was a thing, I guess. <laughs> None of us are dead, Dane. We're still here. There are worse things than death. But you are right. Come on. And he'll like pat pat him on his cold back. back. yeah. <laughs> just like, it, I guess it will kind of, might hurt a little bit just to do it, but we'll just go like pat him on the back and go, come on. Let's, uh, let's go rip the heart out of a mountain. I'm about that. Huh? I've explored more of the mountain than anyone else here. Except for maybe that old, old fellow. Oh, oh, right, Gus. Yes, Gus. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's uh in too much of shape to, you know, give us a tour. Also, that place doesn't seem like it uh, stays the uh, no. not the same shape. Which means I should make sure that everyone is prepared going forward. Right. I'm gonna share information. Dane will stand up and stare directly into the sun. <laughs> you fucking idiot! It hurts. Uh, you take a zero harm wound. There's no dip, but it just you just have intense pain from it. <laughs> Dane will use that. Like Dane. that would be the case even if you weren't cold. You stare directly into the sun. Yeah. <laughs> Dane is doing it really to just like. All right, motherfucker, let's do this shit. Enough <laughs> of this. Enough moping around. I can still kick ass. So you look up at the sun, you're going to walk off somewhere, right? No, uh, walk off to the uh, Winnebago. You run into a tree first because you can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why you look directly into the sun. Mm. So. Because it hurt good. Sorry, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the jokes I could make here. <laughs> We're going to cut to the uh, the other two. Now, question, Tempest, to answer sooner rather than later, is what did you do with Gus? Where is Gus? I think if it was physically feasible with the roads being out to get him back home to the senior center, okay. they would have taken them there. If not, they've set him up in one of the bedrooms in the house. So I, we can kind of have this at the table. Do we think it makes more sense for that? To, uh, I, I think that the roads, the road from the mountain or from the house into the city is less mountainous because we, we established that hmm. Ashton's house isn't super high up in there. It probably would have taken yeah. some effort. Yeah. I don't know. You can answer that they question They definitely would have patched. Hmm. I'm sorry. What time? What, what time, time is it in the morning or what time was it? Because they would have wanted to patch up Ashton first. I think that what you probably... What time was it when we cut? Yeah. When, when we cut, it was probably around eight or nine at night after everything was said and done. And so by the time you got back to patching Ashton up and everything, it would have easily been after 10. Yeah. They 
they're probably just gonna let I believe they have Zara's number let them know that he's okay and yeah Zara probably had some questions about how you found him like what did you respond to those we quote, don't have to play out a whole scene I'm just curious sort of yeah. wandering around on the mountain it, it's complicated we got him okay. though he's okay I think they've let uh, them know. I think, she, and actually, what I will say is that she has let you know that yeah, they're still kind of some getting some of the roads cleared up, but they've let folks know. Mm-hmm. And I actually do think, yeah, I, th- I think so. He's positioned maybe somewhere in the house, right? That's probably the other bed that you found yeah. a way to use. Okay, okay, then we'll have it be there actually, because it's actually going to be useful for y'all for him to be around potentially. Mm-hmm. Tempest, you're kind of working, looking over your books with Cassandra, right? You actually get a call on your phone. Um, I assume you look at it, right? Yes, they do. It's it's Andy. It's Andy. Andy. Um, yes, they will answer. Oh God! Oh God! Are you? Uh, I'm glad I got you. I was worried. Sorry. I guess I should have texted first. I don't know if that's like the protocol now for all the youngins or whatever. But I just. Um, it, it's fine. No. So. Uh, and you gave him an update on where you were and everything, so he would yes. know. Sorry, I was just you know I was checking on the news up there. Been just doing last day or two, make sure everything's all right. And I heard about all the. Rock slides and stuff, and I was, I was, you know, worried anyways. But I, some of the stuff you told me is that is that connected to y'all at all? Is that a never big giant? Is oh, it, yeah, is it Charybdis again, or is it a different thing? <laughs> it's a different thing. Still very large. Still killing right, a lot of people. I'll cross we Charybdis did, off um, my list then. You just did, like make a little phone note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've written up my notes on what we've encountered so far. We did, uh, we did save a guy though, which which is good. It's always good when you save a guy. Uh-huh. That's one. He's um, oh, he's gonna be so traumatized. I'm not really sure what we're gonna do with him, but he's still asleep, I think. All right. Um. But yeah, we're we're okay. You're um, you're are. Little, uh, that remember that lady who kept trying to give you the weird card thing? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Her her corporation, her corporation's up here nosing Uh, around. And did I tell you? Um, they were the ones who founded that trip that I was on for Melody. Hmm, that's, uh, well, that's weird put it mildly so um but uh but but this this current one uh are y'all are y'all gonna deal with it again is that how this is gonna play out are you gonna be okay uh we're gonna try to deal with it again it's more active than it was and it was already killing people before so we can't just let it um we're yeah. working on a plan I don't suppose there's like uh I don't know some bigger monster hunters you call in when it's it's a bigger thing like this there's <laughs> I guess I I guess I I guess I can't convince you not to do this huh Andy there's the reason that we started really looking into this there's kids two of them All right well, I'm not gonna you're an adult I'm gonna respect that decision um do you need I mean, I know I'm just a humble clam scientist. You want to go over anything you got? We can talk through it. Would that help? Maybe. Yeah, might as well. Um, so as far as we're aware, the opponent is either the mountain itself or something using a mine within the mountain and creates these sort of coal people. And if they 
touch you, you turn into coal. All right. Switch I'm just sucks. making, I'm not going to challenge any of these at this point. I'm just going to make notes. I trust you. And I don't think we have time for me to learn all about coal people. I don't know how they work yet either. I've been taking a lot of notes, but um, I don't know. And apparently, if you're only partially turned into coal, because Em just came in here and we had to reattach her coal hand because it tried to kill her in the night. So it's, um, it's not great, Andy. It's not great. Now, one thing I want to say, Cassandra, are you, uh, do you put Andy on speaker, Tempest? Yes, I think so. Okay. Yeah, so. yeah Cassandra will also pipe up with uh, their experience with their coal hand <laughs> as well. Yes. Uh, and then, and then like quickly notes and it's like, oh yeah, rem- uh, could you pass over that glue? My pinky's still broken off. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then um, as, as they're applying the glue, they continue to speak. Not to mention some, something to do with Gus, uh, whatever happened with Gus, whatever lured Gus here, mm-hmm. um, it lured him with the voices of the friends he lost in the mine. Uh, so whether it knows and mimics it, or there is actually some spirit activity happening stirred up by this, we're not exactly sure. Once he's awake, I'd like to ask him about it, but I don't really want to push, you know? Oh, Andy, I have to tell you this because it's fucking ridiculous. We bought the glue that puts your coal self back together from fucking Mothman. (sighs) Um, I'm going to try and control myself from asking all the questions that are currently coming into my head. because I I, don't know either. So what do you not know that you need to know? How to, well, we, we, we can navigate it. We have a map, but we need to figure out how to kill it without the mine collapsing. Hmm. Well, let's, let's think. Yeah. Um, actually, then, I think I'm going to have you roll investigate a mystery here, and you're going to get a plus yeah. one from hitting the books because you've technically done it. Mm-hmm. And in fact, actually, I'm going to give you an extra plus one because your your dad is here to help you. My dad is here! So you get an extra plus two. You're probably going to succeed at this. Well, I rolled a 12 and I have a plus two. So that comes out to... Yes. That comes yeah. out to enough. That comes out to enough. <laughs> enough. Right. Stop taking my luck. I will roll very poorly this session if you continue. Yeah. And you'll have to spend some luck. Yeah. But so you get to ask me two questions then from this list, which is going to be a combination of... And mm-hmm. Cassandra, potentially, if you want to do a separate thing from this later on, you're welcome to. Sure. I'm going to kind of treat this as the three of you working together. You could have helped out in that situation if it was necessary, but narratively, it can be a combination okay. of the three of you. All right. Let's start with what can hurt it. All right. So, Dane, you have not communicated anything to anyone yet, right? Because that would be potentially useful contextual info. Not yet. He's 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 walking to the Winnebago now. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, 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 perfect. You, so you walk in and Andy is on the phone. And what are, what do you communicate? We don't have to do all of this like yeah. in scene, but what info do you communicate to them? That the 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 halls, the caves, and everything they don't change. They just swap places with another one, like with other kind of things. They, they move around. They move. Yeah, a, they move maybe. around. So they are not infinite, and they do not like alter themselves. They're just like set pieces. Okay, that get changed out. And I think you might know. Looking at the map, I'll supplement that just a little bit. You know that maybe they can kind of extend. Right, that's how they connect out. But right. they aren't necessarily like like you're right. It's not. Uh, yeah, you you got the right idea. Yeah, and that there is a p- something that they are feeding the coal to. And you would know that it was a, 
it, what, explain for us why you think that's the case. Because uh, I, I agree with you. I just want yeah. to establish because the because now. they were carrying Dane off to that in his broken state. Not once, but twice, they were t- carrying him off there, and he yeah. uh, it was very fucking hot. And, okay. and yeah, it was like a light, it was like a light source in the deep pit of the mountain and everything. Yep. So, yep. so it seems to be it's like, all right, we yeah. had a, if we it's coal and there's a light source down in the middle of it, that kind it? of does imply. Yeah, mm. I wonder. I mean, like um, firing the coal would kill us all, even if it killed the miners, but cutting off its power, that would be good. Yeah, I wonder, I mean, you know, all right, so here's the thing, I... The idea that you'd have to cut the coal source off of something to, like, kill a magical creature, that's a little out of my depth, but it's clear. All right, so, yeah, um, and you've described the miners, right? You've described that, have you mentioned that it's a heart, right? I think you would, that would be pretty important. Uh You have plenty of evidence to to suggest that. Like, well, um, a heart pumps, heart pumps blood. A heart needs an intake and an outtake. It's almost like, uh... Yeah, I wonder, so it seems like if you, if you, if you stop the heart... Uh, which may mean this sort of extinguishing it thing. Maybe that'll, uh, maybe that'll stop it somehow. Um, certainly worth a shot. I don't know how you're going to, it sounds like it's a pretty big fire though. So you're going to have to find a way to extinguish a lot of fire at once. Mm, Cassandra. Hmm. You did it before with, uh, with Ashton's house. Right. Think we could make that happen? Or is that too much energy? It's definitely possible. It's just, not sure how it's going to take out of me, so we're going to need to make sure that if this does take the rest of my energy out of me, that it needs to work. And that we're going to have to rely on some other way if we're in need of magic again. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to say, uh, I actually have a fun thing here. Because I think at this point, M has walked back into joining you. It's like, hey, what's what's going on? What are we talking about? Killing the mountain. If you needed, like, enough extinguishers to destroy some kind of giant flame powered by coal, what would you do, theoretically? She she pauses for a second. Okay, so I'm, you know, you're the scientist, but fire needs uh, fuel and oxygen, right? Oh. So we take the oxygen away. Okay, she looks at you like, we are not telling Jimmy that it was useful more than once. But <laughs> oh. she goes, she grabs her backpack and she pulls out the defoginator. Yeah. One of these days, you're going to have to tell me how the hell you even met a Mothman fence. Uh. What? Ashton also walks up and joins the group. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? Tempest, awesome. Tempest. I'm saying this for your own good. You do not want to get nosy about Jimmy. You do not want to get involved about Jimmy because then he will not leave you alone. Uh, I mean, he was annoying, but he didn't seem that harmful. You, you, and actually she almost, you can almost tell that she's about to say you didn't date him and then she realizes that no one else here but you knows that and she stops and she does look at you like a don't you fucking dare say anything. Wait, someone <laughs> gave it a name? They make meaningful eye contact of dude, I got you. And actually pulls out the defog in there. So it's built for fog. Um, maybe we could rewire it to work with fire or oxygen or something. Theoretically, yes. Um, hmm. I mean, the other option is Cassandra, but uh, 
they'll be out of commission fast having to do something like that, I assume. Let's Boy. not knock out Cassandra if we don't have to. Ashton, you've messed with magic artifacts before. You got any ideas? I'm I joined this late. What what are we? We're working on trying to kill the mountain. We figured that it's the heart of it is being fueled by coal, and well, one option is to cut off its oxygen supply down there. So unless you have Let's say a large supply of dry ice we could use to use on it to, you know, snuff out all the oxygen. What else you got? Uh, no, don't have dry ice here. That would be in the house in Seattle. Um, a fucking chorus. I knew you were going to say that shit. Oh, look, who has another house? Cool. Super cool. Anyway, um, go on. Us. Uh, not even going to bring it up. I just can't please you, can I? Um, Enough. I think maybe... If we want to cut off its oxygen source, can we just, you know, plug up all the holes on the mountain? There are a lot of holes. Good point. And it moves Plus them. It's, it's going to be a lot of oxygen, too. We can't... We can't just, like, get rid of... And then also, we have to breathe... That's the other kind of thing. So yeah. we're going to have to... Maybe we Not can use this to... Well, most of us. Most of us. Please, quit it with the flexing. No, I'm not <laughs> saying that is a, f- a flex. <laughs> I mean, listen. I was there. If it comes to a situation where... Someone has to stay behind, and I don't say this as being a hero. I mean this in a logical state. I can stay and hold this object that steals the air. I don't need to breathe. The rest of you can find a way out. And then, I don't know, find some way to guide me. The compass. Not the worst idea we've got, yeah. Oh, the, the conch shell. And Cassandra will like conch shell. Uh, Cassandra will dig out the the conch shell. Um, so so you know how my hand turned into coal and it didn't hasn't touched anything. It turned into coal when I contacted Dame with this. This is a fucking episode of SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was gonna suggest like if, if scuba gear to keep from dying when the oxygen goes. So good. Conch shell is not a bad idea. If we kill the mountain, there should be that should keep it from changing paths. Which means that I can just follow the way that you all left. We also could leave behind either the compass or the map. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or both, potentially. Although I don't know if we want to chance that ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think one of us needs... But it would be better it, for us to have the map because then yeah. Dane can navigate to one of us. No, that, that tracks. Yes. Um, Tempest recognizes, and the others are welcome to inform this as a group, you do get one more question out of this. So a lot of what okay. you've gotten here is just talking to each other, but you actually will get one more kind of more Beautiful. novel. Beautiful. Hmm. Questions, questions. See, Dane is smart. <laughs> no, I, this is great. I love, like, I, I, you know, that was a very good bit. I kind of want to go with what was it going to do? 
Okay, Andy's actually going to help a little bit like this. He's like, um, all right. This is this is bleeding over slightly into what sort of creature is it? But it's close enough to what was it going to do that I think it counts. And he's like, all right. So it's a heart. It's a heart, right? And a heart, uh, heart uh, moves blood around. Well, it's like uh, those those coal guys, right? Uh, they they move around in the tunnel, right? And they they bring in coal towards it. So they're it's what a, the cells? Yeah, they're red blood cells. Um, so, I mean, you know, I get, I'm not a big experience when it comes to mine, but in my, uh, general knowledge, usually you get the coal and you bring it out, not bring it further in, right? <laughs> I'm not a, talk to your friend Gus, maybe, I guess, uh, <laughs> maybe he'll have something for you on that, but, uh, so we clearly they're fueling it. So you, you I, from what I was reading up earlier today, one of the reasons I called you, it seems like more of the mountains kind of going away, right? And this thing's moving around. Maybe it's like, uh, kind of like, I don't know. More of it, more of it's kind of revealed itself. The more the mountain comes off, is it going to like bust out of this thing? Shit. Yeah, that would probably be bad. I assume that would be bad for the probably worse than Charybdis, or at least close. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it always giant things? I mean, technically, you've only got an N of two so far, so be careful from drawing any conclusions from that. Why can't we just get a werewolf or something? Well, Other uh, werewolves? You missed, you well, it sounds like you got a mothman, so... You did, uh, we do have a mothman. You missed out on the, uh, the, the hellhounds back in uh, Smithage. Yeah. Usually, uh, monster yes, hunters, yeah, usually monster hunters don't, you know, hunt down sentient creatures like... Werewolves and Mothman. We usually take care of the big problems. Yeah. Unless it's so, like... Otherwise, werewolves are otherwise, real and they're yeah. also or people. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Other, otherwise, awesome. they're more known as like bounty hunters than monster hunters. Well, yeah, that seems reasonable. Dane We're nervously going to have sweating. a conversation about <laughs> the culture and sentience of werewolves later. <laughs> okay, I mean, I don't have to if, there's right like, now. if there's like a gang of werewolves that are like Killing a town, it's kind of like I do like uh, a werewolves. Alright, so if, as I understand it, it seems like what you gotta do is somehow get into the middle of this thing, put the put whatever's burning out, kill the heart of the thing or whatever, and then hope you get out quick enough. Yeah. Basically. Uh, it's not the worst plan you could have come up with, kiddo. You're doing alright. Or whatever that's <laughs> worth. Uh, hmm. Is there, is there anything else I can do? Any, I, I mean, I guess I, I... He actually pauses and gets a little serious. If I don't really want to think about this, but I feel like I kind of owe it. If anything happens, is there anyone you want me to call? Anything you want, anything you want me I'm, to tell I'm uh, probably going to call my parents later, but if... Are you, are you going to tell them all yeah. of this? No. No, I don't think so. I... Is, is there any, like, if, if anything, do you want me to say anything about, like, the truth of what happened, or you want me to just, because technically you're under my, this is, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, this is not me trying to protect myself, it's just they will have questions, and I just want to know, you know, what answers you want me to give them for their sake. Whatever you think is best, they, uh, <sighs> they don't know that much about this, but. Yeah. Well. As far as I can tell, you're, you know, you're a Melody's grad student, so you must be pretty smart. So you probably got pretty good odds of kicking this thing's ass. Thanks, Andy. No worries, kiddo. 
I'll, uh, I'll say hi. Me and uh, me and uh, Gibby are going actually Thanks to help Archibald help. fix up some of the hotels. So we'll say hi to him later when we go by. Please. That'd be great. All right. Take care, kiddo. See ya. And then uh, actually from the doorway of the room, you hear, you're not going to be able to kill it. And if you turn, you see Gus standing in the doorway. You're awake. Why do you say that? It's it's got too many of them at this point. It's too it's it's fueling itself too much. You're not going to turn that off. It's been burning for years now. It's getting it's been waiting for this. It's not going to let you just stop it. I mean, we killed something bigger. I don't think you killed something this hateful before. Though. I'm I'm sorry. Did he say fueling? I mean, that's what we figured it was doing, yeah? Yeah, that's what we've been talking uh, about. Wait. Gus, 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 Gus. And he, like, walks over and, like, puts his armor on Gus. Like, is it like a furnace? Is it like throwing the people that are turned into coal into, like, a burning furnace? Uh... He looks, he looks a little tired and a little distressed, not completely so much so that any of y'all immediately maybe think you should stop Ashen from this line of questioning, but he actually sits down on the, the pull-out couch of the Winnebago, clearly looking like he spent a lot of his energy just getting out of the house, walking over to the Winnebago. It's... I don't, I don't know a lot. I just... I know... Uh, I, <laughs> he actually coughs real bad. Um... <laughs> <coughs> Did one of you get him the poor guy a tissue or something? Yeah, I think yeah. I think uh, um, <laughs> glass of water. Uh, Cassandra, were you getting him a tissue? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, and it's just more like also like Cassandra's demeanor changes again. Something similar to like when Dane was going yeah. through yeah. his memory issues. What? Well, mm-hmm. And while they're doing that, Dane will put a hand on Ashton's shoulder. Uh, yeah. a, like I. A, a, like three-fingered hand because that's all he's got left on that arm. One thing you'll notice, Cassandra, if you hand him a tissue or a handkerchief, when he pulls it away, it's black. Like, you know, black, like black lung, which is a thing that Midas get. He sees that and he actually, for the first time in that you've seen him, has sort of a a sad, but a a smile on his face. Sorry. Um, Looks like you can, uh, you know, what is it they say? You can uh, take the boy out of the mine, but Seems you can't get the mind out of the boy, and if you try, um, it's a. Uh, I can tell you a little bit of what I know. I suppose I told that uh, that girl up at the at the home. Which occasionally. I didn't, other girl, Mister Stevens? If it, uh, if you can remember, Zara, her name, uh, the one who's always talking about possums or whatever. <laughs> the Tempest looks a little bit um, relieved when he says that. That it's not another person, yes. That it's not Trisha. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that yeah. would have been no, bad. No, 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 no. That would have been very bad, yeah. Um, I, I worked in uh, I worked in Bearskin since I was practically a, a kid. Um, for the most part, it was uh, pretty normal. Normal as far as mines go, which means it sucked to work in, but but it was, you know, pretty standard stuff. And then I'd been working there going on a couple decades or so, and um, 
things started getting weird. We were, I was, I was heading up some of the crews at that point, and we couldn't explain it, but we were losing time or hearing things, hearing like. At first, we thought it was, you know, some of the boys thought it was Tommy knockers, and they'd hear it on the sides of the wall. But one day, I was a. Uh, I was down there a bit, and I heard it, and it was, it wasn't a knocking, it was a beating. It was, it was like rhythmic, like a heart or something, and it was when, uh, it was when Johnny went missing that we, you know, somewhere down in there, things started to take a little bit of a turn. We thought it was just, you know, must have gotten lost or something. We, and then when some of the boys we sent in to look after him didn't come back, that's when that's when folks started to get worried. We we knew something. All of us had worked in that mine most of our lives. We knew something wasn't right with it anymore. Um, some of the boys got it together that they weren't going to go down there anymore. They didn't feel safe, and of course, boss man didn't exactly care for that. And he came by and told us. Uh, told us if we didn't uh, get down there and do our jobs, he was gonna, you know, this was, they were bringing in the machines and he said he's gonna fire, you know, a good lot of us and I, I, I turned around and I looked at those, those men and a lot of those boys and I, I didn't know what, they all looked at me because they figured I'd know what to do and I, I knew if we went down there that we might be dead men, but I sure knew if we lost our jobs, we were fear as hell gonna be. And so I, they looked at me and I knew that they needed me to, I thought they needed me to tell them, tell them it was gonna be all right, tell them we'd go down there. And then, because that's what I did. I said, we're gonna get our stuff, we're gonna go down, we're gonna do our jobs. And that day it was the most uneventful it had been in a while until, uh, I heard that sound again, that sound, that, that beating on time over and over and over, and it just seemed to drill into your skull. And and then that's when the heat came and the light and the fire. And I don't remember much after that. I just remember running and trying to get out. I'd, I'd worked in that mine my whole life, but I could have sworn it turned in circles and wrapped around and moved under your feet. And, Next thing I remember, I was outside of it. And I was the only one. I think I think about them and I, I realized I, I could still see their faces and they they weren't asking me to tell them it was gonna be safe. They were asking me to they were asking me to save them. And I just I stuck him right in the fucking pit of that thing and burned them all. And then recently, the reason I, w- I walked out of there, um, I'm sorry for any trouble I caused y'all, but I. He points to you, Cassandra. I was I was telling you that I could hear him and. They weren't asking me to save him this time. 
They were asking me to join them. And then he sort of lies back against the couch, clearly very exhausted from all of this. After some time between the sad story has passed, because Dane recognizes that's a thing, um, so you know, some time to uh, learning, some time to acknowledge uh, what just happened. Dane will uh, quietly go. I need my sword and hammer. They are stuck in the mountain, and I do not know where they are. But I need them. I might uh, have a substitute for you around here. The sledgehammer I was using when we uh, got your ass out of mountain prison. Mm. The hammer is fine, but I need the sword at least. Right. We'll get it back. Uh, M, uh, help me out with uh, organizing our gear before we actually go. You make sure we have everything. Cool. And we have to retrofit the defogginator. Oh, right. Yeah, that too. How the hell are we going to do that? I don't know. Just repurpose it. Like, will it? Mm. Uh, Tempest, you do have a workshop. Yeah, I was like, that, that, that's what they're thinking like. And I know that it might be like, okay, how would you use a regular workshop on a magic item? Uh, hilariously, so you should. <laughs> is Dane piping up just mean like, if it is a defogginator and it unfogs things, is there not a way that it, it is specifically attuned to getting rid of fog? Why not just have it get rid of everything? Yeah, I think, I don't know, take it apart, like a, see like how it vacuum? works. It's like a filter. Yes, mm. like that. Hell, we could okay, just so do any. We could just do fuel in the air if it comes to that. There should there should be uh, in the uh, study inside. There should be some books, maybe on how to. If there are any runes or anything, just check that out. If you see anything you don't yeah, understand, good idea. Wonderful. So, question now. What is everyone doing and do we need to play a scene out for it? So Tempest, you are going to be retrofitting the thing. Ashton, you and M are getting stuff. Dane and Cassandra are my two wild cards. Do y'all have a scene you want to play out before we execute this plan? Hmm. Ooh, okay. I know something Cassandra wanted to ask Dane. Go for okay. it. Let's, let's do that then. I think I think <laughs> Gus recognizes what it is you're going to do, and he explains to you that he is okay staying behind while y'all go, and he'll wait for Zara to get here, which probably a little dubious given how old he is, but y'all don't really have better options right now. I'll be all right. Just leave so him here with Slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of an adorable image. Slurpee is just think- desperately trying to get pets. And <laughs> Gus, who has been through so much, is like just accepting it. What happens is that like Gus falls asleep and Slurpee just like, uh, uh, this is a little graphic image, just like takes the various tongues and like scoops out the black lung from them and boom, <laughs> done. <laughs> That is so Why would you pay for health insurance? When you have a Slurpee. Like, <laughs> all right. That's why so, she's named Slurpee. You know what? Never mind. No, they, won't ha- they won't have their emotional troubling talk anymore. I'm done. No, let's actually want to start with that. <laughs> let's do the so, scene. Let's do the scene. Cassandra, you know, oh folks are leaving God. the Winnebago off to get their things together. You and Dane are alone for a beat. I assume you stop him. So... What happened down there? I lost my legs. 
my arm. Dane. And my sword and my hammer. Dane, I've been traveling with you for almost 11 years. It seems like it's more than just that. <laughs> And then what do you want me to say? Is there anything else we need to know, Dane? <sighs> to know in regards to what? In regards to your state of mind, Dane, I can tell something else is I going on. Something fine. happened. I did you fine. did you encounter the kids? Did you encounter Joe? What happened? There's a, like the slightest <laughs> twitch when it got when the mention of Joe, just like a little like, mm. a little bit of cold just creaks. Yeah. <laughs> Cassandra just like continues. They do not take their eyes off of him. It's just like a very. Intense, but not in the like, you know, condescending way. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're caring about him yeah, more than you're judging concerned. him. It's very concerned, sir. Okay. Perfect. <sighs> Nothing happened. I lost my legs and I lost my arm. I am made of coal, the same as the things that we're trying to kill. I am. For lack of better words, I am brittle. <sighs> right. Well, if that's all you want to say about that. When the mountain is dead, and things are fixed, and I am whole again. If I become whole again, then maybe I can talk. Well, you know that whenever you are ready to talk, I'll be here. I just... Whatever is stirring up inside you, <sighs> like you've said before, and like you've said to me, it's no use suffering alone. As of right now, the only thing that's stirring up inside of me is frustration and rage. Cassandra, I'm actually going to briefly interject something here that is important for you to know. Mm -hmm. Dane delivers that last line, and it's weird. It's almost like the the coal features on his face that move a little bit when he speaks. It's all of his features. Um, none of the mouths are open right now, Dane. Right? No, none. Okay. You don't know. You don't, the mouths aren't open on Dane, but something about just all of his features and the way he looks at you is sharper, feels sharper, and a little more threatening. Huh. Okay. Okay. 
I'm like Cassandra respond to this. Sharper, <sighs> more threatening. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out what, because like Cassandra has been around Dane at some of his most threatening. So I'm just like, like how, in, in, in what, yeah, in what way would this be different? Like, it seems aimed at you. Okay. More than normal. Okay. You feel afraid of him, maybe just or how you choose, but you feel like he is a threat to you in a way that you maybe don't normally feel. Right. With that, Cassandra will just nod and then just start walking away. All right. Ashton, are you and M doing anything of import or is it just getting the gear together? Do we have to do a scene there or is it just... Uh, just taking uh, all the gear that we had earlier that we used for caving, making okay. sure that was together. I imagine both both of them would uh, speak with each other for a bit, just trying to discern if they need to bring anything else this time. Yeah. Purely business. Very business, yeah. Very like, business. The- it's less of like a casual talk and more of just like like it, a check off list. Like, yeah. Like Yeah. Like, yeah. Pre-flight it's like checklist. as if they've gone through this before, <laughs> but like with different people or different sets. If they're missing anything and it'll be like, don't forget such and so and it's like, right, right, got it, got it. Yeah, that is M's attitude as well. She is M is not going to let the fact that she hates you and is annoyed by you justify or like get in the way of. So, um, and M and Ashton do that. I don't think there's a need to play anything out there. Uh, Tempest, though, you're trying to put, you're trying to d- rewire the defogonator, right? Yes, they are. I am going to loosely put that under um, enchant a weapon. And rather than saying it gets plus one harm and plus magic, I'm going to say I'm just going to play loosey goosey with this. Since I, I, I'm so, I sound so white when I say that phrase. I'm just going to say that you're. <laughs> I'm going to modify that to say that you will basically be retuning it, so to speak. Okay. So what do I roll? Uh, and what are you? Well, first off, tell me what is it? Are you trying to retune it to fire, to fuel, to oxygen, to anything? Just a vacuum. Vacuum is probably the safest, but the least precise. Mm-hmm. Well, then again, if you're gonna pull out the oxygen, right? The worst thing that would probably happen with a vacuum is pull all the air out of the room. If you're gonna pull out the oxygen, it's about the same diff, right? Yeah, exactly. We're, we're just gonna get all the air because Dane doesn't need air. Or yep. wait, okay. no. If, okay, so this is uh, a memory from reading World War Z where it was some kind of vacuum that sucked your lungs out of your throat. Is that a thing that happens? It's, it won't happen to Dane. Okay. If you're concerned about that. Dane is all cold enough. right now. He's got cold yeah, lungs. I, I think... Dane's got yeah, the real black lung, much, huh? Basically, yeah. So there's nothing... Another thing I'll say, Dane maybe has like something which sort of resembles eyes. Uh, none of the coal miners do. Dane is probably the most personified of any of them. Even Dane, like a lot of... There's, there's very little biological going on here. There's just monster and coal pretty much left for Dane. <laughs> that, that sums up this arc. But you're going to be rolling plus weird for this. Tempest says nothing in weird. 
Yeah, this is gonna be fun. Uh, now, let me check, does your workshop, I don't think it gives you any bonus, it just lets you modify stuff. It so. just lets me modify stuff. I think I'm gonna be very generous. And they are gonna read over one. those books as well. And you're well, gonna yeah. read over the stuff. That would normally only count to investigate a mystery, but between that and your workshop, I kinda wanna throw you a bone because you're not good at this and you are relying on the resources you have. So go ahead and roll me with a plus one then. Thank you. Please gods, please gods. Hey, 12. Hey. I'm going to roll so shit tonight. I swear to God. No, you just got to believe in yourself, Clyde. You were going to roll shit anyway. <gasps> so I... <laughs> Ooh, I think, um, <laughs> what comes up ouch, is uh, you're tinkering with this. And actually, mm -hmm. um, we can kind of describe this together. You disassemble it. Mm -hmm. What are you trying to do like to it? They're looking for some kind of settings. Okay, this is what I'm going to actually say. I think I mentioned there was a dial, right? But you actually notice near the dial, there are some runes carved in. And consulting some of the books from Ashton, you recognize that some of these runes literally correspond to, like, fog. And you actually recognize that this device, it looks like it's, um, interestingly enough, the, now that you get a chance to inspect it more, you can see that there are things that have been added. Like, the dial is actually actually a more recent looking mechanism. It doesn't look like it was original. Some runes have been scratched out and new ones have been added in. You realize like, oh, if I change the runes, that's how mm -hmm. I tune it. And clearly I'm not the first person to do that. And so I think you just find a, you just find, I don't know, you actually tell me what, what rune do you put in the room for like air? Yeah, yeah, that's what they think. Okay. They're not you gonna do bother that. with looking up specific gases. And then I assume that you test it, like maybe you do like a, a tiny crank on the dial and then just like open it and get ready, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it goes <laughs> a little like, like suck it. It almost like grabs one of the tools off and like sucks it into the box for a second. Not like it breaks it or anything, but it kind of catches yeah. the lid. And I imagine oh, you probably shit. have a little bit of a reaction. Yeah. Oh God, did, did it work? I think I did it. Good job, dude. You're, uh, Thanks. You're doing all right. I don't think I think that's the first magic thing I've ever done, so that's fun. Oh, we did the fridge. That sort of counts, maybe a bit. The fridge. I didn't do the fridge though. I was just there for it. That's true. Or, um, I think you'll notice M still actually hasn't really made eye contact with you much today, and she hasn't yet either. You... Are you? Uh, are you doing okay? I'm. Tempest will go to say that they're fine, then stop and take a deep breath. Not thinking about it. Yeah, it's probably for the best. Andy, um, Andy reminded me I really need to call home before we go do anything. She winces a little bit when you say that. You okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you to that. She, she just, unless you stop her, is just going to walk out the Winnebago. No, um, and you're, uh, they, they think, they realize that they touched in a sore spot. They're going to let her go. Yeah. Um, I think the last bit we'll do is probably Tempest calling your parents, right? Unless someone, no one else has anything, right? We're all geared up to go. Tempest, no. you call, call your dad, right? Yeah, I think they would call their dad first. 
Or, or just right, home and see who it. picks up. All right. This is now welcome to the Dana tries to do a Rhode Island accent. That isn't Boston hour. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Well, thank it's you. okay because um, Tempest isn't from Rhode Island. <laughs> you're where are you? You're from Maine, right? Or no? Tempest or where are you is from? from Maine. Okay. Yeah, Maine. Welcome to the Dana tries to do a Maine accent. That isn't Boston hour. Does Starring Maine Dana. have an accent? <laughs> it's the Maine. It's the, it's the Maine, Maine accent, accent of the area. No. Yes. Hey, hey there, Tempest. Is that you? How, how you doing, kid? Yeah. Hi. It's it's me. It's mom, by the way. Yes. Hey, how's how's things going with that new assignment you got? Uh, did you tell them that you are in Appalachia? Yes, I think they, I think they would mention it. Yeah. Okay. How how are things? Uh, I heard there was some uh, heard there's some landslides down in that area. Yeah, yeah. We're we're okay, but it was a it was a little scary for a minute there. Yeah. Okay. You making sure you got all, you know, got all your stuff together, you know, got your emergency supply kit, mm-hmm. all that good. Yeah. All geared up. Uh-huh. In case there's any, you know, in case anything happens, the roads is closed. You know, I've told you about this, right? We, we mm-hmm. you know, told you when you were, said you're going to Appalachia, I said you need to have an emergency supply kit because sometimes landslides happen and the roads get closed and, you know, you might be shut off for a bit. The Winnebago's all packed up. Okay. You there by yourself? No, no. Um, there's a couple folks, a couple friends of mine who are out here. Uh, they're people you you know good. Have I met them before? You haven't met them, no. They're from around this area. All right, well, just be careful. You get stuck up like in a mountain, you know, and you don't have things to eat. Like, you better make sure you know the people because, like, I, I was actually listening to this true crime podcast Mom, the other day. I am not going to get eaten in Portera. I'll be fine. I mean, that's what the person on my true crime crime podcast said. If it wasn't Portera, it was somewhere over a small town. And, you know, like, things get desperate. People make desperate choices, you know, right? I I I love playing mom so fucking much. This is the best. (laughs) But it's going to be fine, okay? All right. what What did you call for, just to check in? Yeah, um, with, you know, it was a little freaky. Figured I wanted to let y'all know I was okay. See how you want to talk to dad? Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Oh, hey there, Tempest. Uh, how's it going? It's good. It's good. I just um just wanted to check in, say, you know, say I'm okay, love y'all, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Everything all right? Sound a little serious. Uh, just um, mom might have mentioned it. There's a couple landslides around here. It was a little freaky for a minute. That's all. Okay. Um, yeah, no, uh, your mom and I, it's, it's uh, not too bad up here. We've got a couple storms in. Um, your mom's been listening to this true crime podcast. She just keeps, oh, you know. Oh, she, uh, she told me. She seems convinced that I'm going to get trapped in a landslide and get eaten by my companions. I mean, if it happens, she's never going to let me hear the end of it. Well, if that would be the only benefit to me being eaten is I wouldn't have to hear about it. But then I would have to hear about it, kid. Come on, you gotta live for that reason. <laughs> I'll do my best. Oh, oh, Jake, Jake, Jake. Come talk to your come talk to your big sibling. Jake. You hear in the background. Like, I don't wanna I'm late. I'm gonna school. God leave. Come on. They got they are, they might get they might tell him if he doesn't, he's a wuss. They say if you don't, you're a wuss. You hear the phone getting grabbed. I'm not a fucking wuss. God, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> God. <laughs> they, yeah, they do God. laugh. It's, it's like, <sighs> what do you want, fucking nerd? God. 
Oh, so cruel. I'm destroyed. Maybe I almost got crushed by a landslide and want to check in with my brother. How about that? Maybe you should have gotten crushed by a landslide. You know what? I'm just going to go do it and you're going to miss me. Do it. You won't. <laughs> no, I, think, I think he just, he's a zoomer, so he's just like, bet. <laughs> they're, just, bet. they're just like laughing. It's like, I mean, I already promised dad I wouldn't die so we didn't have to hear about mom and her true crime podcast. I'm sorry. It's the worst. You won't fucking shut up. You. Uh, fine. Whatever. <laughs> just like, try not to die. Like, try not to be like, try to be cool when you die at least so that I don't have to be like the guy whose older sibling died in an uncool way. If I That's going to be really, I'm trying, I'm going into like the most senior epic year, man. death possible. Yeah, better fucking be epic. <laughs> How's school? It's fine. It's dumb. I hate it. I hate everyone. God. Yeah, it's because you're <laughs> 16, Jake. Well, maybe it's because everyone sucks, actually. Did you consider that? Oh, I want to shake this child. No, but... Re- I'm playing them authentically that, that I'm proud yes. of myself. <laughs> remember the fact that I was also 16, so... Trust me, everything, everyone sucks when you I 16. have, like, I'm pretty sure you just came out as, like, an old nerd. That's unrelated. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to bring this, as adorable as this is, I'm trying to bring it to a logical conclusion. I, I gotta go to school. I'm gonna hand the phone back to Dad. Yeah, Just try yeah. not to be boring. Mm-hmm, I'll do my best. I love you. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they, they made her, like, a mock offended sigh. <laughs> Oh, that was too accurate. That's a lot of my little brother in there. I I had a little brother. He was actually nowhere near this much of a little shit. Tim, if you're listening, I love you very much. (laughs) Tim, a.k.a. Gerald Fenderbender. (laughs) My man. Uh, Yeah, so... It's like, all right, um, I gotta go, uh, I gotta hop into work. Oh, Um, yeah, sorry, I know it's early. No, it's okay, it's good to hear from you. I know you're you're busy up there doing all the science stuff. Um, make us proud, all right? I'm sure you've you've already yeah. already done that plenty. Uh-huh. I uh, I love you. Tell tell um, Emma, okay? Yeah, I'll I'll tell her. I think I'll see her around sometime. All right. Stay safe. I'll try. All right. I'm just curious. I don't want to dwell on this. How does Tempest feel right now? You, you joked about it, but right, like your your brother basically almost said, like, yeah, go die in a landslide, which might actually happen to you in a sec. And they are viewing that as par for the course with Jake, but they are. This is them just being like, if I die tonight, I want to have told my family I love them. Yeah. Okay. That that is their mentality. So, is everyone just taking casts? Is that the plan, or are you're taking the hot rod too? Harrod's probably not going to be great navigating these roads. Probably, I would not. imagine. Ashton, are you going to want to take your car, or are you all just all going to pile into Cass? I imagine Ashton is actually pretty fine with just taking Cass, if we can all fit in there. Ashton will uh, take a moment, and uh, before like they all get ready to go, and we'll head back inside under the pretense of you know giving everything a once-over, and he will pull out his wallet and pull out the card and he will basically speak into it and he'll go we're taking the car that isn't mine but isn't the one in Vega so uh, if you guys can uh, clear that and then he's just put it back in the wallet and then put it away wonderful yeah that's so Ashton 
Calm. So, you know, Ashton, I think you know this, Chris. Just be aware. Anything that you're around, they're going to hear. So. Uh, and actually, I will say, uh, as a small note, she actually did give you a small vial of what looked like a black powder. And she said, anytime you want, you just, you know, pour this on the card, light it up. It'll burn all up. You don't know if she's lying or not, but, you know, it's certainly an option. Uh, anyways, gang piles into the car, drives off. And Very important. What music are we listening to? <laughs> and is it Gerald Fenderbender? No- nothing. Nothing. Silence. Yup. Ashton will hum then, just like hum uh, some metal song, probably right. Or no, actually, what does he hum? Bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> He'll be humming "Come Together." Nice. That's good. Thank you, dear. The, mo- the moment the sea shanties come on, Cassandra's putting putting their earbuds in. <laughs> I don't think Dane's in a singing mood right now. I don't think no, but get that out. <laughs> I don't think anyone's in. Ashton's, I think, the only semi-optimistic person here. (laughs) No, because I'm just going to put earbuds in their ears anyway. Okay, fair enough. Probably, oh, you're probably fucking listening to Jimmy Garbanzo experience, aren't you? Just to like chill yourself out. Oh, God, that's so good. I don't think this has been said on mic. I need you to say the name of Jimmy's performance. No, it's. I think yeah. I said this. It's said the it Jimmy Garbanzo experience. It was. Yeah. It was the ter- Yeah, it was on the. It was on the cover. <laughs> the fact that that hasn't been the title of an episode yet is. Uh, it's got to be. Not yet. Uh, 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 no, the show is the Jimmy Garbanzo experience. <laughs> <laughs> thank God. That's um, what Smith the Jarkin sign. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, so I see what it. I'm, I see it in my mind. What I'm going to get from this is, you know, the group travels up. It actually does make a comment at one point, too tired to like really think about it. It's like, the roads are surprisingly clearer than I would expect them to be. And I just like, she's like, oh, I'll take one bit of good luck for today, right? Yeah. Hey everyone, it is Dana here once again. Um, I am recording this as I'm in the process of finishing up this episode and boy, howdy, has it been a lot of work. Um, thank you for being patient with us for an extra week. It's been very nice to have that extra week, and I hope that it shows in the quality of this. Announcements this week will hopefully be pretty brief. Just a reminder, if you are enjoying the show and you would like to both support it and get some fun bonus content, you can subscribe to us on Patreon. Uh, We have multiple tiers set up, and uh, recently Celeste has actually been doing a really fun thing for our $15 tier. In addition to getting a super cool mug, you also get some super cool concept art from them every month. they released some really, really cool concepts for some creatures from Atlantis, including some bug people and some mermen, and they are fantastic. So uh, consider checking that out if you're interested. Additionally, this week, I wanted to give another shout out to another great show that I think you might enjoy. Uh, it's called Facing Fate. It is by a great group of voice actors and improvisers. And if you enjoy kind of the general vibe of our show, the improvised storytelling, I think you'd really enjoy it. So I'll give them a chance to talk about it. Oh, Martha, look, the new season is coming. Get the snacks ready. Okay, okay. In a dangerous new world. While we can see the helicopters coming in, it looks like the teams are arriving for this season of Soul Survivor. Live action role players will fight. I'm Sequoia. Just go. I'm Myrna. Grant, check it in. We agreed to just call me Sky. Name's Dale. I'm Cole. Hannah. 
Bill. I need the feathers for my arrows. Maybe you need to grab some things. Outsmart. Oh my god. Well, look for us. Not again. Facing Fate, Black Knight. Available at FacingFate.com and on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts beginning June 14th. I don't know if I want to live anymore. I just want it to end. A Dumb Dragons production. So consider giving uh, Facing Fate a listen. I think you'll really enjoy it. So. I also want to give another shout out to another great show I think y'all will enjoy. It's one I've talked about before, and it's actually one that both me and Daisy are working on. It is called Out of Place. It is part of the Midnight Disease Network, who also um, makes really great shows such as Margaret's Garden and SCP Archives. And me and Daisy have been doing the editing and sound design and music for it. It is a really, really cool story. It's written by Ben Counter, and it's fantastically written and fantastically acted and you know the editing and sound design and music aren't half bad either um it is about alternate timelines and uh alternate worlds alternate ways the world can end it's currently in its second season we're getting close to uh the last few episodes of that and it's been a lot of fun to work on and it's also just a great show even if i wasn't working on it i would highly recommend it it's incredibly well made so hope you enjoyed that too that pretty much covers it for this week. As a last couple reminders, if you want to get updates on the show and hear from us, you can follow us on Twitter at MeddlingPod. And if you have a chance, consider leaving us a review on iTunes, even if that's not the podcaster that you used to listen to us with. It still helps. And we greatly appreciate it. Episode 17 will hopefully be coming out on September 7th. Um, there's still been a few delays in the re-recordings that we're going to see. I will definitely drop an update here and on Twitter in case that also gets delayed a week. Uh, we don't want to keep delaying stuff too much, but also we're kind of in a phase where I'm dealing with a lot of stuff at work and some of the others are you know, getting ready to go back to school. So that's a thing. So we want to make sure that we are delivering stuff consistently and of good quality and also you know, making sure that our own physical and mental health doesn't get sacrificed in the process and so we know y'all understand and we are very thankful for that anyways i want to get you guys back to this episode i really hope you enjoy it it's gonna be really really fun and a lot of great stuff happens talk to you guys soon bye and you guys actually drive i assume you're driving up to the tunnel that cassandra opened that's been what i've been envisioning because that's your most reliable entrance at this point mm-hmm. all right you guys drive up as close as you can, get out, walk up. You guys are at the tunnel entrance. <sighs> All right, let's try not to die. And let's, let's at least try to kill it first. Cheers to that. Woo. Amen. All right, let's get everything out. All right, you guys get everything out, gear up. You got your headlamps on. Do you give the sledgehammer to Dane, Ashton? Yes. Okay. So now let me, uh, this is critical. This is the first time y'all have done this as an entire group. You guys are going to have to navigate the mines, which I assume is Tempest using the map again, right? Tempest's job, yes. And what you're attempting to do, right, is to walk, is to find the heart of the thing, right? To go further down the center. Okay. Dane will like walk up to Tempest and it's like, Andrews, I need my sword. I'll do what I can. This map isn't accurate to swords. 
So Tempest, this is what I'm going to give you. I think you can try to navigate. Now that you've spent more time with this map, you can actually watch. It's it's weird, actually. The more time you've spent with the map, you say, I, I don't know, this map doesn't read swords. You can't see a change in the map, but you can almost feel just slightly that you can, like, if you think about sword, it's almost like you sort of just know where to go a little bit more. Almost like a, oh. not quite like a dousing rod, but a little bit, yeah. So what I'm going to give you, though, mechanically, is here's your thing. If you are just looking to find the heart of the mountain, that is a straight up roll. If you want to take a detour to find Dane's sword, you will take a minus one to this next roll. So it's basically, I think that's a pretty fair balance, right? That's if anything, fair. that's almost generous. Yeah. It's important to Dane. They're going to try it. All right. So you're going to roll plus sharp. Plus Dane sharp. loves you. <sighs> okay. Okay. That could be worse. The child they never had. Thank you. <laughs> what did you get dear one sec yeah that comes out to that comes out to i believe seven not good well the nice thing for you is that you have the map right so on a seven to nine that counts as a full success oh yay yay i didn't have the rules pulled up I'm Thank sorry. Thank God that was for my Jimmy bad. fucking Garbanzo and Thank whoever made this map. God mm. for Jimmy Garbanzo, my man. Um, so now, <laughs> critically, uh, I will read these off to you if you want, but you can pull them up there in the custom moves chat on the Discord. Uh, on a 10 plus, you're going to choose two. So you get to get to your destination quickly. You can retrace your steps from going the other way. Your entire group gets there. No one is separated. You get the drop on any resistance you might find. You and one other hunter of your choice. Each take plus one forward to your next roll. One thing I will tell you just a little bit above the table is if you pick retrace your steps, but don't pick your group doesn't get separated. That means that whoever is with you when the time comes will be able to get out just fine. Okay. So you get to pick two from this list. All right. Hmm. I, yeah, I want to be able to retrace my steps. That's a big one. And you said if I don't pick entire group gets there means my means whoever sticks with me still makes it yeah um that means so that basically what this means is when the time comes to retrace your steps anyone who is with tempest doesn't have to roll to do it okay so you you've picked retrace your steps which is smart i would say in this context the question is going to be you know I i guess let's let's talk about these a little bit about the table if you don't get to your destination quickly just more bad things could happen or, you know, you could be running out of time. Yeah. Uh, obviously, group gets separated. That's pretty easy to say. Getting the drop on the resistance you might find. That is useful, probably the least necessary out of everything here. Yeah. Hmm. So I think it's probably down to getting there quickly versus no one getting separated. I think Tempest would prioritize keeping everyone together because they their is- assumption of their assets is as a group. Okay. You feel like the you and the map are like on a weird sort of similar wavelength here for a bit as you spend some more time with it. And again, no, it's not like a sword icon appears on the map. It's just like you sort of weirdly intuitively know how to go. And I think a couple times, you know, someone in in might or someone else in the group might be like, you know, it's the right way. And you just you sort of instinctively know and you actually round a corner. And this is what you see is you hear in the dark more sounds of chipping and pickaxes and you turn and with your headlamps, you see a group of these coal miners. I'm going to say three of them. Mm-hmm. Two of them have pickaxes and are chipping away. The third is chipping away at the wall with Dane's sword. Oh, fuck no. Dane's going right into that bitch. No hesitation. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. 
Cassandra, before they round that corner and see this or right as they're getting there, you feel these presences. Yep. If you feel like in this particular circumstance, it would be more pertinent, you could use Read a Bad Situation to help folks out. Read a Bad Situation. Okay. Oh, oh no. What did you get, dear? That's a, that's a four. Ooh. You can take a luck point if you want. Oh, oh, this is gonna be interesting due to the uh, due to the revised rules. Yes. Uh, Cassandra will take a luck point for that. Okay. That you see the presences, and you can actually sort of see faint outlines of the men who used to be these things, but they are staring into you for a sec, and it's very <laughs> uncomfortable. And I think what you feel is that you need to. You need to do one of two things. I'm going to give you an option. I think I know what you're going to pick, but you need to do one of two things. You uh-huh. either need to do this and then get away from everyone else for a bit, or you need to just take another chunk out of your side. Oh, man. Oof. Okay, could you repeat the first one again? Uh, either, either do the thing and then isolate. Like, you either want to get away or you want to rip another chunk of yourself out. Ooh, it's it's not gonna be a good idea to get away, so... Yes, that's why I said I figured you'd pick the second one. Another chunk. All right, I'm, I normally have been letting you decide this. I am gonna take a little bit of control here. You just probably instinctively reach in under that chunk on your side and just pull, right? Yeah. Fair enough. You feel a pretty bad crack as a sizable chunk wrapping almost around your back is just pulled off and crunches off to the side. But you, when you do that, it's almost like that that noise, that smoky noise in your head gets louder a bit. And it you feel it push back against those forces that are trying to see into you. And you see into them now. And now you get to ask me three questions. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see what questions. Um... Briefly, while um, Celeste is thinking, Ashton... Bear in mind, even though it's been a little while, if some of that information you gained is useful for a role sometime in this session or even the next one, you can get a plus one to that for some of that stuff that you learned. What? Um, when you did your initial read about situation at the beginning of the session on Trisha, um, that could potentially be useful if you have to burn the thing later, something like that. So just bear that in mind. It'd be a little bit of a delayed thing, but it counts. Okay, so that would be... Um, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Oh, good question. You do hear a few other sounds farther down the tunnel, which you know, you know, probably once you get rid of these guys, you're going to want to do that and then move quick as opposed to not wait around for more attention to get attracted. There's only three here, but you know that there's going to be more elsewhere in the mine. And so the less attention you can draw to that would be the best. Okay. What is the most vulnerable to me? Yeah. Okay, as in like which of the three, right? Yeah. I actually think the one with the sword is probably, um, even though it might be the most dangerous weapon, they're not using, the others are used to using the pickaxes, right? It's almost like this guy like left his pickaxe at home or something and is just using Dane's sword. Um, so I think you actually know if your main goal is to get the sword and you don't want to waste too much time, just crunch the guy with the sword, you know, stall the other two for a bit and then get moving down to where you want to go. Okay. And then... One more would be, um, best way out of this situation once we've taken care of it. You know that you just turned this corner. Most of the voices that you hear are farther down, or the other noises you hear are farther down the tunnel. So you know the best thing to do is going to be smack, go in, smash dude with sword, 
inhibit the others, maybe, you know, hit their legs or something. Don't waste too much time on them. In fact, don't waste too much time on any of the three of these guys any more than you need to get the sword. And then actually turn back the other way and tell Tempest to try to navigate towards the center from another angle. Okay. Um, yeah. It's definitely, definitely will go on telling everybody this. Okay. Um, I think you relay, probably you relay the basics, which is yeah. like, get, get the guy with the sword. We need to turn around then. Yeah. Dane, you're already running at this point, right? Yes. Right straight for the one with the sword. Okay, um, I think that's it probably kicks some ass, right? Like, Sledge, you're probably not trying yeah. to... Yeah, S- sledgehammer in hand. Uh, fuck this, uh, this thing. Fuck um, this asshole, right? <laughs> let's see! Only plus... Uh, and remember, you don't have minus... What did you get? Uh, that is a six plus three, so it's a nine. Okay, great. So... Um, and no other bonuses, right? As uh, far as I'm aware, I haven't been harmed in this fight yet. How much damage do you do with that sledgehammer, right? We're going to say like... It's like uh, a... Well, my my sledgehammer was three harm messy. So this one will probably be two, I think, is probably fair. Sure. Similar tags, but only sure. two. Uh, but you do just smash the one miner. Yeah. However, the other two, upon seeing their comrade go down, come at you, Dane. I think you're probably... You're trying to pick up the sword, right? Yes. I'm going to give you that, but it's going to cost you a little bit. They're going to swing down... And they just dig their axes into the side of you. And actually, this is what I'm going to give you: is they do um, they do a couple things. They dig it into your back a little bit. And you take two harm from that. Yay. And the other is that they bust off one of the legs. And so you'll have minus one on going until someone glues your leg back again. Cassandra, you know that the best thing to do is to get out of there and not probably not have Dane stick around and fight more, even if he wants to. All right, there. Dane doesn't only has one leg to stand on now. Right. At least you got a leg to stand on. (laughs) And we have the glue. Yeah, yeah. So, so what's going to happen is Cassandra's going to be like, uh, what was it? Uh, it's, it's going to be a rush job, but we need, we need to immobilize the other two while I go get Dane and then fix Dane on the way. Hand me, hand me the glue. <laughs> they are handed right, the glue. Who, who is going to do the trying to immobilize the other two? I think Tempest is trying to navigate. <laughs> Aim for the legs. <laughs> Probably yeah, got to be you, Ashton, sure. right? Um, you, maybe M? Yeah, sure. Um, okay. Ashton came in here with the uh, crowbar. Yep, so I think you're going to probably... You're, this is actually going to be a protect someone roll because you're attempting to protect Cassandra while they get Dane. So this is going to be plus tough. And you can actually take a plus one because M is going to help you out. All right. Oh, I'm rolling good today. I got a 10. And Two bros plus... kicking ass. Two bros kicking ass. All right. So you you got it. You got a 10 plus. So you can choose an extra. You suffered little harm, minus one. All impending danger is now focused on you. You inflict harm on the enemy or you hold the enemy back. I'm going to say it's probably the last one, right, bud? Uh, Just go with... The last one. Yeah, yeah, that makes the most sense. Am goes in and just, I think, probably has maybe another crowbar that you had or something or some other implement, a hammer, and just smashes one of them on the legs. And you come in and get the other. They do swing their pickaxes at y'all. And Ashton, you do get, it actually gets you on the other leg and you do get hit for two harm there. Wait, like it digs into my leg again? The, <laughs> the, the like, other leg, the other the leg. The other leg, but the same way? Yeah. They just Motherfucker! <laughs> and you actually are going to have to take, you're going to take minus one on going just because both your legs are fucked up now. 
and but you do get what them. What is this game happening? And one of them does swing their hand and like smashes M's fucking pour her hand off again. She's like, that fucking hurts. And she grabs it and then like she actually takes the hand, picks it up off the ground and just smacks the guy with And then she's like, ah, oh, I think I broke a finger off of it for God damn it. Walks back. Cassandra, you are trying to patch Dane up, right? Mm-hmm. Like just real uh, quick. Gonna, you're gonna need to roll act under pressure. You can take a plus one though, because of your acting on your read about situation. Right. Let's see, act under pressure, real cool. Cool, I got no bonuses to this. Yeah. I wonder if there's any way that Dane can <laughs> help help this poorly. <laughs> but it depends. What did you get, sweetheart? Oh wait, no, no, wait, wait, never mind, never mind. Uh, that is not a three. Uh, I misread that. Oh god, I thought that was a one. Um. Ooh. Oh, that is that is actually uh, that is a seven. Just barely. So, Dane, you don't have to help out here. If it had been a six, you could have probably would have yeah. let you. But all right, this is what I'm going to give you. I think it's just a rush job. Yeah. It's just a rush job. And so it will probably break if Dane puts too much weight or pressure on it. Uh, but you guys get up. Dane, you have your sword back, which I imagine is the first good thing that's happened to you in a while. Dane holds that sword close to him. He's just like, I'm so sorry they used you like that. <laughs> oh, and actually, I will add a little bit to Cassandra's act under pressure role. Uh, you do notice a slight nick in the sword. Just a little one. Insult to injury. <laughs> Not enough that it's going to seriously hamper its efficacy. This is just a narrative thing. <laughs> That just fucking reminded me of the Meet the Heavy video where it's like, who touched Sasha? Who touched my gun? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but Tempest, you are still navigating everyone solidly, right? Yep. Uh, you managed to pivot around. You're doing, I, you know, MVP Tempest this arc by yep. far. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Uh, you adapt impressively <laughs> quickly you. to Cassandra's order to turn around, and you manage to pivot, and you actually manage to like, perfectly time it so two of the tentacles sort of crash together and form a new tunnel that you're able to hop onto another one as you turn around. Mm-hmm. And it's when you get into this tunnel and you take a few more steps that you finally notice three things. One, this tunnel is a lot hotter than the others. Good sign. Good and bad, right? Uh, two... This tunnel has a, a glowing source near the end, kind of like what Dane described. You're probably closer. Dane, you would see that you're much closer than you ever got. Three, finally now, you maybe thought you heard it a few times while you were in the mine before, but you probably dismissed it as maybe more footsteps or things. It is unmistakable now. You hear the rhythmic throbbing of a heartbeat at the center of this thing. Creepy. Yeah, you guys, but it's it's too, um, it's almost kind of too bright at the end to really see until you guys get inside. So I assume everyone's going to walk inside this fucking thing. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, Dane, Dane will, no hesitation. I don't know uh-huh. how much everyone I else can handle. Tempest will hand Dane the defogger. <laughs> Dane, Ashton right. is kind of upset and he's like, kind of pissed off because he had his other leg stabbed so yes. he's just kind of limping down to like meet up with everyone else he's like mother if you want to chance it i could do some magic stuff see if i can get it fixed do we want to risk that now sorry ashton but it's up a- it's up to you ah uh, nah it's uh i'll live it's all right it's uh yeah, it's, just, it's all. It's just a hole in my leg. We'll just take Not you really home and hole. get you drunk. It'll be fine. 
won't help、yeah. at all. But the pain will go away. True. I like your thinking. All right, I want to kill this thing. It messed my hand up. Let's fucking kill it already. <laughs> yeah, Fram's hand and Dane's body, and also oh, the、Cassandra's、dead people. Hand. Yeah, that too. But mostly my fucking hand. And she holds it up. <laughs> do, you, do you need the also, glue? Also, do you、again? have the glue? Yeah, give me the fucking glue. <laughs> um, she just like squirts a dab on and sticks her hand back on.、Uh, Cassandra, yeah. I I definitely say, especially since this has been a thing with those of us who have been call affected, we should also probably take into account that the call parts might start going on their own again. Does that mean I should hold the defogginator? I can hold it. Yeah, I think it'd be best if the、uh, unaffected. You guys begin to hear、it. footsteps from behind you now.、Oh, okay, let's move. Let's go. <laughs> Sorry, just let's go, let's go. logical thing to occur there. Dane hands the defogginator back to Tempest. Tempest will pass it off to Ashton so that they can continue to navigate. All right, you guys. Well, this navigation is no longer the primary thing now. You are, you are here. Although I imagine you still want to keep the map handy.、Mm-hmm. What you guys see when you come into this room is, you know, Dane and Ashton. You guys have had a similar moment of crossing into the stomach of the ocean's teeth. This is similar but different. These are the things that you see. First off, it's it's hot like a furnace in here. Like it's probably over a hundred degrees. And all around the center of what this this chamber, this large semi-spherical chamber at the center of this mountain, all throughout you can see these tunnels leading in. One of which you are coming in, and the tunnels, as you might imagine, now you can actually see a little bit of them shifting and hear the creaking. You see. Dozens of coal miners coming in from every side with wagons of coal, and you see finally see what it is that they've been doing with it. Because at the center of this chamber is a massive, probably about twice as tall as Dane and about as wide, a massive anatomically correct heart made of coal that is burning from the inside. And what the miners are doing is taking these carts, tossing them into the intake valves. And periodically, as the heartbeat fire belches from the outtake valves. Oh, gross! <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? That's fucking awesome. That could be an album cover. Yeah, but it's is this, cold. Is this really the time to be talking about this? All of the miners turn to face you. Fuck!、Oh, we're visiting. Right. <laughs> And then they very deliberately begin to all walk towards you, dragging their pickaxes behind you. There is, yeah, got the drop on them. They are coming in masses. What do you do, guys? I think they noticed us. Do you think? No, really. Yeah, I think.、Uh, Dane. They might have seen us. We should have probably fired. Red time. Activate the defogginator. I'll protect it. And I'll pull back as many as I can. Fun. All right. Ashton will like hold, like fondle, and try to figure out like what to press, and he's like, "Oh, it's a dial." <laughs> <laughs>、uh, yeah, like, I'm not gonna make there be a use magic roll because Ashton knows how to, use, and it's a dial. It's not complicated. Tempest did the hard work of tuning. He'll turn up the dial. He'll just like turn it up because he did, he's hasn't gotten to use this yet, so we'll just turn it, like just fucking crank it. Just crank that shit, right? And then you open yeah, it, like, right? 
Mm-hmm. Where do you op- <laughs> where do, where do you set it down? Do you open it? Try to put it in the middle? Do you just open it right at the entrance here? Um, he tries to. I'm trying to decide if he's gonna like actually put it down or if he's just gonna fucking toss it into the heart. <laughs> That would probably be a bad idea. So the the former would not require a roll. The latter would be an act under pressure. Oh, this is fun. We're getting... I told y'all this is going to be fun. <laughs> no, I guess he'll just uh, try to get as close as he can. You know, like, some, like, like if there are any loose rocks, just like... Try to anchor it a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then just take the lid off and run, probably, right? Yeah, he, he does that thing that runners do where it's, you, like, get down. And he, like, has his hand on it. Oh, yeah. It's, like, one, two, this is fucking stupid. Three. <laughs> I love him so goddamn much. I do love Ashton. And Ashton, you run, and there is a beat. You take a couple steps, and then you almost feel yourself get lifted off and pulled back, and you're for a bit you're like, I am going to die inside of a mountain. Oh, shit. And then your foot manages to catch, and you're able to sprint, but the defogginator is, is it's, it's defogging. It's 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 the de-aerinator now, so it's doing that. It's pulling in everything. Um, shit, 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 shit. Shit starts flying out of his pockets. <laughs> yeah, probably looks <laughs> yeah. That um, old chunk of octopus from Samantha. I was gonna ask you if it's still in there, but we all know it still is his right killing the car from a week ago. Some pocket change, just like yeah. coins clatter through the air. And <laughs> I will say, yeah, the, the card doesn't go. Small in. plastic um, dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, small plastic dinosaur. Yep. So, um, Ashton, you've done this. Y'all don't notice anything at first. You know, probably reasonably, there's still air intake, but it's a it's a not a closed off chamber. But just because of the way you know air fluid dynamics works, eventually, yeah, oxygen is going to run out of here. Currently, though, the heart is still beating. And the coal miners are coming at you all. Uh, someone needs to do something about them. You're going to get slaughtered. I think I think the, there's a group of four that are the closest headed towards y'all. In total, there's maybe like a couple dozen. Oof. We're just passing through. We're just passing through. <laughs> all right, who, move, who moves first? Yeah. I mean, Dane's running headlong in because Dane's job is to protect the, diff- the aerinator now. So... I think, is that a, are you trying to kick some ass? Are you trying to kill these guys? Uh, it's less kill them and just, and more just keep them off the defogginator, aerinator. So probably then that's a protect someone role. It's protect something, but you're trying to interfere with them. Yeah, how does that work? Um, that's going to be rolling plus tough. So okay. you, you're going to be prevent by suffering no harm, you'd be preventing them from stopping the defogginator, or breaking okay. it. Would my never against the work? No, it's when I'm protecting someone else. Um, no, this this can count because you're in the grand scheme of things. You're trying to sort of make sure no one else gets hurt. Yeah, because Dane normally would be running in to kill them. Now Dane is trying to be smarter because he just he can't afford for this to go wrong. And Dane, right? Yeah, Dane can't afford for this to go wrong, and he knows that he like against all sense of pride, he can't right now. So yeah, excellent. So roll me a roll me a plus tough. All right. Well, if I get, if I get to use my never again thing, I can just choose to do plus. I oh. can just do. do okay, t- but the one thing you can't pick, right? The one is, thing I can't um, do is suffer a little harm. All right. So what do you want to do? Hold the enemy back? Yeah, or hold the enemy. On them? Uh, all impending danger is now focused on me. I guess. Cause okay. Because I, I want. Okay, so I want. I, I don't want their attention on the derinator, and I don't want it on my friends. 
beautiful. All right, you do that. Um, and I think in trying to get over there, protect it, like it does, it. you don't have to breathe, but you still can lose your bounce. But you do sort of stumble and they are trying to descend towards the defogginator and you just, I think, tackle one of them. And you're not able to do any harm to it, right? Cause you didn't pick that. You're just able yeah. to stop it. And the other two that are with it, I think there was, I said there was four, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, buddy, I have actually come up with a table for how these guys work so that I could consult this a little better. Hurt me. Yeah, no, they they do. They dig in those axes, break off a chunk of your body. The leg is broken again, That's for fine. sure. Um, and you take three harm. Okay. All right. Are you are you at unstable yet? Not then? yet. I'm one short. You're kidding. Yeah. Just to give everyone else some sense, you guys watch this and you're like, oh, no, <laughs> these guys are fucking, these guys are tough. These guys are... Just a reminder. Cassandra. Okay, so something popped into my head. A big magic version of trapping. Okay. And I have an idea what rare ingredient that Cassandra wasn't want to use, but it's a dire situation. Okay, describe to me, dear, what is going to happen here. So what is going to happen is that Cassandra realizing what's going on <laughs> we'll let out a oh I, re I really don't want to use this but uh we'll quickly dig through their bag and pull out what looks to be an pristine specimen of a large colorful spider it is a preserved okay. spider and we'll open it and hold it as they as they begin to use their magic and begin to summon webs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now, what are you trying to entrap? Is it the four over there? The ones closest to Dane, uh, trying to like okay. to restrict their movement, seeing how much Dane is getting, you know, the shit beat out of him. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, so roll me a roll me a use magic. That is an eleven. Nice. Wonderful. I also do have. You have hexes, don't you? Yes. <laughs> this would come, what what is one of the hex effects you could pick here? The target breaks something precious or important. Is a body precious or important? Does that count? No, I can't. That that would count as harm. I will say you could theoretically try to disarm them because they are far less effective without their. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna use yeah, because I'm just gonna use the hex to disarm them. Fuck them, axes. Describe to me. What happens with these webs? What does this look like, dear? You see like these smoky black threads manifest at, uh, like from the air around these, you know, uh, coal people as they begin to wrap around and latch onto, um, but especially taking care to like making sure that they're immobilized. Okay, so this is what I'm going to say. Since you aren't technically protecting someone, Dane's already suffered the harm Dane's going to suffer. However, these guys are not going to be, they're immobilized. And also, I think the pickaxes just get yanked out of their hands and actually kind of drawn down to the ground. Another thing I'll give you, Cassandra, in addition to coming out of, you know, your hand or the spider, the smoke that forms these webs is also coming out of, you know, your arm and your side and your back. Going out under your shirt or clothes or whatever, if necessary. But okay, but they are um, pinned. Now, so Tempest, this now kind of falls to you. Okay. What is Tempest going to do? So do you want me to help set the scene a bit for you? Please, Just please. visually what's going on. Yeah. So you guys have come into one end of this sort of antechamber or whatever. The heart's in the center. 
Dane mm-hmm. is definitely the furthest to the center. Ashton went a little bit in and then pulled the defogginator out. The four folks trying to tackle Dane have been immobilized. Dane's been able to, I'm going to say as part of the success, Dane is able to get up and be okay. He's able to kind of avoid it. So they're immobilized and disarmed. There's probably another 20 some of these guys coming from the other side. I think that Tempest is going to decide to figure out what the fuck this knife does. Oh, oh fuck yes. 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 <laughs> Yeah. So you are trying to hurt them, right? I am trying to hurt them. Okay, so Tempest, you wanted to see what what what, what that knife do. What that knife do. What that knife do. Um, what that now, knife do. I guess here's the thing. This is interesting. I am actually going to say this is use magic because these guys aren't in position to harm you. The issue here isn't they're, you're going to be able to get to them before they could reasonably get on you within a span of a thing. Mm-hmm. It's more going to be, does this knife fucking listen to you? Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm actually saying this is going to be, uh, how much harm does the knife do? Let's have a look. Is it one or two? It's two. All right, so this is basically going to be communicate with something you do not share a language with, which is a knife. Um, <laughs> I don't speak knife. Yeah, roll weird. Roll, roll weird. And I have nothing in weird. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's a fucking four. <laughs> Tempest does not uh, speak knife. Do you want to use a luck point? You are running. You didn't use a luck point last time. You avoided doing that. You have used one luck point so far, I think. You know what? This yeah. might be the end of the thing, so. Yeah, I'm gonna try it. Okay. Um, now, if I remember correctly, this means that something that happened now is going to be related to something that happened in your past. You're using a magic knife from your ex-witch boyfriend. I have plenty of ammo in that regard. Yeah, go, go, hit me. I. <laughs> so let's see, I said there's 20 of them. This knife does two harm, is that correct? That's correct. I think that the only thing they would really think to say to it is, I don't know what you do, but if any of these ones are the kids, please don't kill them. Zoom, and it takes off. <laughs> and you see, actually, I'm gonna give you something fun. There are two smaller coal figures. It purposely avoids those. Oh. But to the other, it takes, it just whizzes and just kicks one through the head and it doesn't stab it. It explodes its head oh like a missile. <laughs> Like, sheer, not not like a magical explosion. It's just going that fucking fast. Is like, Tempest uh, Yondu? Like, they, they just, I was thinking like Yondu. Yeah. They, their hands like go up to cover their mouth like, oh my god. Uh, and then it zips around and it takes another head out. And then it actually flies back into your hand, Tempest. Is, I'm going to say something very fun here. And then your hand gets really hot for a sec and burns. And there's not there's not harm to this because you rolled well. Your hand has been branded weirdly with the pattern on the knife. Oh, shit. Uh, thanks. It just tucks back in your pocket. Just flies in. <laughs> Seemingly content with the job it has done. Are we just going to ignore that? Oh my gosh, kinda... they do know how knives work. It works, <laughs> I, I guess. Look, I'll call Liam later. I don't know who that Not the time. Yeah, fine. She, uh, M pulls out her gun and manages to shoot like another one of their heads off. There's now... Oh, right, oh. guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tempest will point towards the little ones and go, um, that, it thinks those are the kids, so don't kill them. The other thing I'm going to say is at this point, the the heart, the fire maybe has dimmed mildly, but y'all can still breathe. So you know that clearly the oxygen in this room is not gone yet. Mm. And it lets out another belch. And everything I'm going to give you guys briefly is when it lets out that belch, it almost seems to be like it's consuming the coal that's in it. 
but it's almost making itself bigger when it does that. Like it's growing. <sighs> Tempest has a plan on how to deal with that, but it's a bad All idea. Right. <laughs> and now at this point, I think uh, because they were coming, because they were coming from one side, I think another, there's about 18 of them left. I'm going to say another four are kind of descending on y'all's groups. They are, all the attention is focused on Dane, so they are going over to Dane. The other four have been mostly disabled, though if they break out, you're going to have eight to deal with. Ashton, we'd be circling back to you. So Ashton, what do you do? After saying, oh yeah, guns, <laughs> he will pull out his fucking pistol and just like, proceed to uh, unload on, like, just empty a clip into those around him. Besides the two children, thank you for telling him, otherwise he probably just would have shot those two as well, because he didn't know. Understandably. Ashton yeah. hates kids, but not that much, right? Fuck them, kids. Love you, Chris. Alright, one time okay, joke. Michael, <laughs> so, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, I posted that in the group chat, man. <laughs> it's in there. He will uh, aim for the heads and proceed to uh, try to help defend. Now, are you trying to defend? Or are you trying to hurt him? Defend by hurting them. I think this is going to be kick some ass then. Um, okay. Even though technically it could be protect someone, but I think that it is more that you're trying to whittle them down. All right, so that's a nine then. All right. What group are you targeting? The four that's coming for Dane or the four that are disabled on the ground? The four that are coming for Dane. Okay. And how much harm does your gun do? Two. Two. Okay. You manage to pop two more heads that explode. One of them seeing you actually takes its axe and throws it at you. And it hits you solidly in the shoulder and you take another two harm. <laughs> And it, the, the axe is stuck in your shoulder now and it hurts. It doesn't have to roll for that? No, it's buddy. So the way, that, the way that this works is that every time you try to kick ass, the thing is going to kick ass back on you. That's how the kick ass move works. I promise so I'm then, not just being a dick to you. That's why if you roll better, you can either kill them or take less. Take less harm. Does that make sense, bud? I promise this is me using the system as intended. That's why I made Dane the way he was. So that I take no harm. Like, I'll remind you, you had broken ribs last time. You made it out. You'll be okay. I'm at five harm. No. Yeah, you're bad. You're Oof. bad. You, And I think y'all see this. Like, the Ashton, you know, pretty badassly takes two of their heads out. Just pop, pop, looking really cool. And then one of them just dead stop. Throws it like a fucking tomahawk. And it buries an Ashton and he falls down. Fuck. Uh, and it's... it's, it's fall down. Okay, sorry. <laughs> just, down. He stands up and takes I'm it. I'm this harm. I'm taking it in my way. <laughs> <laughs> You probably, you know, stagger slightly because you just got an oh, axe. Oh, absolutely. Just like, oh, 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 fucking staggers oh, oh, back. Oh, oh. Just, like, All like, right. He's like, ah! I mean, ah! <laughs> I think y'all see Ashton. You know Ashton can't take another hit like that. He just, like, puts his hand on it and, like, just tries to, yeah. like, yank it out. You managed to. Um, it's bleeding now, though. Ah. Ah. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of my blood lately. Yeah, you'll get used to it. Not, not a fan. I don't want to get used to it. Seeing my own blood. I love this. Yeah. This is such good character banter. God, dumbass shit's happening. Uh, Dane, technically, um, I will say the way order works in this game, we can be more fluid. If someone is like, I have a thing I want to do now, but Dane, technically, it would follow you next. 
Uh, I mean, you can check and see what everyone else wants to do. Because Dan, that's Dan what is, I'm, yeah. So we're abandoning for further plan of throw the defogonator at the thing to try and pull Ashton back. Yeah, because if yeah. if yeah, because was it Dane? Mostly has pretty much all of their attention, right? The uh, yeah, yeah. Like one of them, I think the one that paused to throw its axe. It's no longer armed, so they're you know, hey Ashton, good job. Um, so there's now only one armed one coming at you, um, and the other four are still tangled up. Okay. Dane, to further cement, I suppose, what you know that they should focus on Dane instead of the now dying Ashton, however slow that it might be. Dane will take a pickaxe and drag himself over to the heart and kind of like start to chip away at it. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. And just, okay. and, and just kind of like, hey, fuckers, over here. Yes. Okay, this is kick some ass now. All right, yeah. And um, what are you using? The mouths, the sword, what? I'm using a, a pickaxe. I'm using their weapons. They want to fuck with me, I'm going to fuck with them. And the way that... that you're dismantling your own shit. Fuck you. Um. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Yeah, right. <laughs> God, I hope this goes well. Yeah, me too for you, bud. I really hope so. Even though that is eight, I want that to be better. I want I want to use a luck point to make that a 12. So your monstrous side takes over. Tell me how your monstrous side takes over. I'm sure we hear it in the voice, but like... Oh, yeah. It's like in this, you know, obviously, like, all the mouths are open right now, but Dane's going to take a couple of the tongues and try and reach out and grab more pickaxes with the tongues and really try to, like, start to chip away at this heart and everything. All right. Which I imagine is doing terrible harm, right? Oh, yeah. And so this is, oh, I'll, I'll add a little wait, bit of embellishment. One, oh, one little tiny yes, thing. please give it to me. I chose to make my, and uh, kick some ass, uh, one of my advanced moves. So now <gasps> it's a 12 plus, and I am going to choose to inflict double the normal harm. Ooh. What the fuck? How much harm does that come out to, I don't to, know, bud? how much does a pickaxe do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have multiple pickaxes, so I'm going to say by default that would do three. Okay, so Woo! I'd be doing six harm. Six, six harm. harm. I'm going wow. to paint this. I'm going to make you look extra badass. You see Dane say, fuckers, come here, as all the tongues whip out. Each one grabs a pickaxe. They all hold it up, and then all at once, all of the mouths just breathe fire. Uh, and then Holy I think shit. just like a tornado of wood and metal slamming against this thing all at once. You watch as the heart just like a huge ass amount of it breaks. It goes from looking big and intimidating to like there are massive, massive chunks. It looks like a next solid hit would just shatter the thing. And also, because more of it's exposed, that fire is leaking off, and it's actually starting to grow dimmer. But what I'm going to give you guys what happens here, I'll give you guys a chance to react to this, but you see a couple of the coal miners that were going to come get you, they stop, and they divert, and they're running towards the heart. Oh. They don't seem to be running towards Dane. Mm. Um. Um, and so this actually circles back to Cassandra, does it not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. So, 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 I had this idea earlier before when they were feeding the heart in using the magic effect, trap a specific person, minion, or monster as a way to bar, bar it from its energy source. 
you know, okay. since, since they're... So you want to try to create, like, a wall around yeah, the heart so they can't put stuff in it? Creating, like, yeah, you know, like a... Which we've established you can do spatial stuff now, right? I can do spatial stuff, yeah. Cassandra's so powerful, I love it. <laughs> that, yeah. And I think it's cool. It's not even, like, a solid wall. It's just that literally if they try to move towards it, it would be, like, they just couldn't. Like, it'd be like you were walking forever and never getting there. Yeah. So, so All right, like so roll me, roll me a use magic. That's a 14. Oh, yes. <laughs> you watch as these two figures jump as if they are just going to throw themselves into the thing. And then they almost just like, it's weird. The others of you that were there to watch the bag disappear see a similar thing happen. They almost just stretch and just fall down. Oh, wait, there's a whole thing about bar a place por or portal to a specific person or a type of creature. That also works. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. What, that's what you've done. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Cassandra's turning into Gojo. <laughs> yes. So yeah, Cassandra does that. And I think, let me let me keep tally. So there was uh, 18 there for a bit. You blew up two more. Two more ran off here and they're stuck. So I think that brings us down to 14. Now I'm going to keep a tally on this. Someone's listening to this and it's like, no, there was actually 12. Like, eat my shorts. <laughs> I have bigger things to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's we're down to about four. You guys have cut their numbers almost in half, and like I, you guys know, their numbers are finite. They're actually oh, kind of oh, seem right. to run that's low right. on That's right. That's right. The hex. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, they get hurt. <laughs> How much harm does that do? Two, right? Yeah, Ignore two harm. Yeah, two harm. Magic. Bo both, the, both the miners just explode. <laughs> 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 like they they get stretched out. I won't even say they explode. They get stretched out and just like broken in half. Like you hear this like almost sickening sound of coal being ripped. But for a while before they do break, they stretch out way more than Cole should be able to stretch out. It's like, a, oh, this is perfect. Didn't one of y'all play a character in SCP Archives that got stretched out during the anomaly? Yeah, that was God damn it. So you get some oh, revenge in that part. F in the chat. And actually, I think um, <laughs> when they when they come back to you, actually see that a couple of them are stuck in the heart, but they haven't managed to like get in. Some, but they're like not in a helpful way. They're just like sticking out of it, disjointedly and broken. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> oh, good. So there's about 14 of these guys left. Tempest, this circle's back. I think, um, M, M, you hear like another gunshot is in, like takes another out and she kind of turns. You actually see that they are starting to now get attracted over to her. Do you got anything else? Did you got a magic knife? Did you got anything? Cause we're getting, it's getting rough. Ugh. They have their gun, but I think they want, they at least want to go over to Ashton, even if they can't move him. Okay. Um, and what are you going to try to do? You're going to try to help see him? See how that goes. Yeah. See, see if All right. as much as possible, would I have to make the choice between pulling him back away and attacking? And attacking? Yeah. Yeah, I think that is, you're either going to be rolling action under pressure to get him out of the way and try to heal him, or you're going to be attacking to yeah. try to get. I think that they will go up to him and sort of until such time as, as he is dying more and try and keep them off him. They're gonna use a gun. What is your goal here? Just to prevent Ashton from getting hurt? Yeah, prevent Ashton from getting taking any more hits. Okay, um, then you're gonna be rolling protect someone. Um, do you have the power of heart? The power of heart gives you something I for this, doesn't it? I think I did take that. But it's not on my sheet because it's a it's a mundane, isn't it? It's a mundane. Pull it up, though. Yeah, yeah this is applicable up. here. Mm. We're getting all the moves busted out. Yeah. Busted out. 
Well, I mean, if we're gonna bust it out, we might as well bust it out when you know we're on the verge so of fucking dying. dying. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I actually do love that. Both times it's been that way, though. It's definitely felt like it's tense, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This one is just easy. more involved than the last one. Yeah. Every, everyone has a risk of dying this time. Give me the damn move. Uh, I'm asking um, to pull it up. While you're, while you're, uh, I have it up. Um, so when fighting a monster, oh. if you help somebody, don't roll plus cool. You automatically uh, help as if you've rolled uh, a ten. So that's oh, the power of heart. You're, so you're, that's help out is tricky though. That's not protect yeah. someone. How about this? Because we'd be cutting then, hmm, we'd be cutting back around to Ashton. I think what we're gonna say, if you're okay with this, Tempest, is maybe rather than protecting Ashton, you're gonna your cover, so to speak, yeah, is gonna help Ashton do whatever it is he's about to do. Okay, yeah, that's acceptable. They'll do okay, that. Ashton, what are you? You're 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 not doing great, bud. What are you trying to do here? So he's fucking bleeding out and shit, and that's bad. <laughs> so he is like sitting there with like this big pretty decently sized wound in his fucking shoulder hole in his other leg breathing a little bit heavily gun in one hand that axe that he took out of his fucking tomahawk he took out of uh, himself in the other and uh why is it that I finally started working with all you all you blokes I suddenly get hurt a lot more. <laughs> this is not how my days usually go. I'll take it's your like word for that. One or two shots are like a bomb that I have to set off, and then I'm fine. Well, welcome to the big leagues, buddy. <laughs> you shut your fucking mouth. I have a gun. And he like waves it like this. It like, goes off once in the air. Now. It just goes off once in the air by mistake. It just ricochets throughout the room. <laughs> nothing yeah, bad, nothing bad like, happens. He it just like goes waves off. it and it accidentally shoots. And this is how I'm going to do this. But he accidentally, like he's waving it around. He's like, I have a gun. And he accidentally shoots a bullet. Towards the okay. Is that going to be a kick some ass roll then? Can it just be a normal roll and like not add or minus anything, just a roll because it's dumbass? Yes, yes, sure, bud. <laughs> okay, I rolled an 11. <laughs> All right. Gosh, um, so dumb fucking bitch. I love you so much. I love you so much, too. So on a 10 plus, choose one extra effect. You gain the advantage, take mm-hmm. plus one forward or give plus one forward to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm. You suffer less harm or you force them where you want them. I inflict terrible harm. <sighs> All right. <laughs> One bullet. Is Ashton is going to Ashton. die. Yeah. How much harm does How much harm does your gun normally do? Uh, gun usually does two. Gun. Okay, and so now it does three, right? That, I, I imagine I thought that was how terrible harm worked. Nope, that is. I'm just. No, no, no. You're fine. I'm just checking. So Dane, remind me, you did six harm, right? I did. Okay, this thing does have some armor. Um, so that would bring it down to that. And then your gun does three, right, Ashton? So then it springs. The, the bullet actually shoots and it just like manages to like, it doesn't hit a big chunk, but it hits enough. And actually a chunk of the heart just collapses inside itself and all sorts to burn up. I did something. Look at I, that. Look at I, that, Greedy Eye. We're down range here. The heart looks like it could get pushed over at this point and collapse. (laughs) However, I'm going to say this, though. Actually, yeah, it as it cycles back, it it flames up again. And you actually see that it is starting to grow back a little bit. So it seems to have recovered slightly. However, 
at this point, you are all noticing that it's getting harder to breathe. You're getting winded faster, which good, I guess. The defogginator is working bad. The defogginator is working. (laughs) We need to start retreating. Yeah. Okay. Um, So yeah, you guys do need to find some less way to damage it though, right? So is is this where everyone leaves and Dane stays behind? I don't know. Is this where everyone leaves and Dane stays behind? (laughs) Tempest won't make that call. Yeah, I think, Dane, that's probably on you to make that call, at least to tell everyone. They can decide how they react. I mean, like, it really... Because I don't know if Dane would be able to tell that there's no air. I'll give you this. You can tell that your your friends seem to be breathing a little worse for wear. All right. In the midst, like, just before launching another into another, like, barrage of attacks, Dane will kind of, like, turn around to them and just... You should all leave. I'll make it out fine. Dane, you actually do have the compass on you. Okay. Yeah, Dane, knowing that the compass is on their person, uh, will reiterate. I can handle it from here. Dane is also short a leg now, and so, I mean, he's going to have a hell of a time getting out, so it's going to be all right. Yeah. Okay, so... We can toss um, him the glue. <laughs> oh, my God. You could. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He could. I don't know if Dane would use it, though, so... Let me just get a sense. Uh, I imagine folks are trying to help Ashton, who is now unstable, get out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, and and then you're just gonna leave Dane the way that you came and hope hope for the best, right? That was the yeah. plan. Okay. So I think what's gonna have to happen then is so a please the turn order's gotten a little confusing for me. So please, I'm not trying to skip anyone. Just let me know if there's an idea or if I if I do it by mistake. I think technically Cassandra would be next. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, Cassandra, you you see Dane like say go. What do you do next? <laughs> Running is acceptable. Yeah, this yeah. doesn't have to be fancy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, Tempest, right? You're trying to uh, Pick get out. Up Ashton and go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then I think there's not gonna be because I think there were footsteps coming from behind you actually a little bit distant. This has all happened relatively quickly, right? Like you yeah. guys got in there and this is in the span of a few minutes probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know that you're going to have some resistance. So you probably, in fact, that's probably what, knowing that there's some resistance, Cassandra, probably the best thing for you to do is actually take point and try to do what you did last time and just blast folks out of the way. Yeah. Um, but I think that can be something you guys kind of decide. So Tempest, you're going to try to get Ashton out and technically that help out uh, already went. You you helped Ashton shoot his gun wildly, so that's been taken care of. Mm-hmm. I imagine. I think you need to roll act under pressure here. Okay. To just help your friend get out, carry him. Okay, that's not bad. That's um, that's eight. I have a very 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 fun thing for this. Oh no! Which I didn't expect to do. Tempest. You go to reach out and you grab Ashton and Ashton stumbles and something gets kind of almost sucked out of his pocket and the wallet and then it sticks to him and you see a Green Leaf Company business card. (gasps) Oh my God. What? Fuck? (laughs) I think they will 
oh my god they are gonna kill him but they're gonna do it later and they <laughs> flick it they, they they flick it off him towards the the, the big fireball yeah, uh, the fireball or the defoginator, whichever one looks like it will destroy it faster. Wait, does he does he notice this? You're pretty oh, bad. I'll give you a chance if you want to stop it. But what what would you be trying to do? They're Ashton? not subtle. So he's like, you're like helping him along to get out of uh -huh. here, and like he notices that like the card gets like yanked out on the floor, and like you see it, and he like stretches his arm out, and it hurts a little bit because that's the arm that has like the fucking wound mm -hmm. on it, and it, on the shoulder, and he's like. No, we need that. Come on, hand it to me. Uh, for what do we need that? Uh, so that we get out of here alive. I'll explain later. And what in the actual Just get the fuck fucking card! I think Ashton, they're... roll manipulate someone. Yeah, yeah. Does that seem fair, Tempest? I think so, yeah, because they are not happy with you and they are not yeah. gonna do what you want. Unless they are convinced. Oh, that is Wait, plus 10 plus. That's plus what? charm, right? Plus charm. Oh, am I charmful? I can't remember. No, I think you're negative charm. But actually, I'll give you a plus one to this because of your read about situation stuff earlier. Just to balance it, because I actually think it is, you know, that the card's important. And so there's a, I'll give you a little bit on that. That's being so a little generous. So does that generous. cancel out my minus one? I think it does. So you get a 10, actually. I, I, that's that's the so last that's time success? I'm going to give that to you, probably. Um, okay. It is, but I'll describe. This is what happens on a success. On a 10 plus, if they do what you ask, they mark experience and get plus one forward. So basically, Tempest gets a little bit more experienced of taking action at the word, and they'll also get an advantage on whatever they do next, which I take to mean is like, you're not wasting time talking about it. What do you do, Tempest? Oh, my God. You are explaining at length or I'm going to throw you into the nearest lake. And they, they grab it. All right. Yeah, so you managed to... Do, do you want to hand it back to Ashton? Yeah. If asked, they would do it, but if not, they don't really trust I mean, him with it, really. He, he is holding out his hand for it. And you're going to explain to me exactly how you got it. And what you're doing with it. Explain to everyone. I'm gonna explain to everyone. Just give me the card. Fine. Uh, Tempest, you feel a a not hard but firm a kind of donk on the back of your head from a coal hand, and Emma's like, "Whatever y'all are talking about is not that important. We gotta go." Fine. He take takes it and hold it, holds it up to his to his uh, face again, and goes, "I hate you, Trisha." <sighs> <laughs> and then puts it back in his pocket. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Please, just M witness that. He knows that they're witness that they're listening. No, M. I don't know. <laughs> I th I think I think upon doing that, yeah. And she just looks again, just like she pauses, and she very much to Tempest is like, "What the, what the fuck, dude?" Yeah. Why do you think I was angry? Get out of the fucking mountain! I'll explain then. Better fucking. <laughs> I w <laughs> You better fucking. <laughs> Yeah. Now the group of y'all, Cassandra, I've envisioned you're, are you doing the thing we talked about? Maybe trying to lead the way to push whatever resistance is there first or, or not? So we have Ashton, M, and Tempest all in one place. And that would be there. I would definitely say it'd be more along the lines of Cassandra meeting up with the rest of them. Okay. And be. Because, because, you know, Ashen really can't move that much. Uh, just kind of staying more towards the back in case anything follows them. 
case anything falls. So rather than playing point, you're gonna try to uh, do that. Okay. You try to turn and suddenly your arm jerks back. Oh, fuck. Because <laughs> the hand, and actually I think M's hand does the same thing. It's like, oh, mother fucker. Oh, not again. Shit. Wait, what about Dane? We'll cut to Dane in a sec. Oh no. Oh, shit. What about oh Dane? fuck. Dane throws himself. You can tell a tempest. You can tell M. Uh, M has the gun in her hand, and she's looking between the glue and the gun, trying to figure out if what she's about to do is the only option she has or not. M. What are you thinking? I'm gonna blow my fucking hand off. Is what I'm thinking. There's not any <laughs> elegance to this. Kablamo. They're, they're trying to think of something else they could do, and yeah, they're blanking. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna blow it off, and then I'm gonna try to catch it. I, I mean, we have knives. Would that be better? Too Less late, damage? boom, and the gun goes off. <laughs> <laughs> Blows off her head. And the hand actually starts to try to crawl away, and M, like, grabs it and tries to pounce on it, and it is definitely giving her a struggle, and she just, like, she grabs it with her free hand and just smacks it against the wall, like, bad, bad hand. <laughs> and then she looks back at you like it finally stops and she looks back at you and she's like at least that wasn't my loving hand she holds up her right hand and wiggles her fingers a little bit I hope you know how fucking cartoonish that looks let's go that's a regular Looney Tunes scenario Spongebob Squarepants from earlier I think it said didn't see it fucking hippie parents the fuck is wrong with you stop Cassandra's hand yeah so Cassandra you're in a similar <laughs> boat what are you gonna do here uh, okay, Cassandra's going to use magic to restrain the hand. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so there's that. Don't give your hand a disease. <laughs> it's, it's called a, a disease. A disease of... I can I can choose to use a hex effect. I don't have to use. Yeah. Yeah. The disease is listen to Cassandra. To that your master. Is... That is a ten. Fuck yeah! The hand just. The hand stops and it doesn't even hang limp. Like you get control over it again. And actually I'm going to give you this. It's starting to recede a little bit, slowly but surely back to its original form. Oh, good for you. Bad from for poor M probably. Actually yeah, real bad for M. Oh shit. Yeah. Actually, What's actually that? that's interesting. Cause Cassandra's wearing gloves at the moment. Would they feel it instead? Yeah, maybe. It almost feels like a, like a, you know, like when your hand falls asleep and it starts to come back. Uh -huh. I think it's, I think it's a little something like that. Oh, interesting. Oh, they're turning back. The parts are turning back. Oh, that's going to be real fucking bad for Dane. This is going to be real bad in general for a few minutes. Let's move. Okay, yeah. I think, Dane, we cut back to you now. And what is what is Dane? You have, like, probably still a dozen of these guys coming at you. You have uh, tongues full of pickaxes looking, like, belching out fire from the mouths. You look very cool. You do only have the one functioning leg. Yeah. What do you do, Buckaroo? Well, my first question is from when I initially beat up the heart um, with that in immense harm that I dealt to it. Did I take damage from essentially um, getting hit with a fire flamethrower after busting it open? Yeah, I think you would have taken. Let me see. You were really close to it, right? I was. So it does have an attack for that. I think it would have done two harm to you. Probably burned up some of your body. Okay. Now I'm my... unstable. All right. Good. This is where I want to be. Not really. Uh, fuck the guys that are coming at me. Fuck the heart. And we're gonna we're gonna kill the mountain. We're gonna try and kill the mountain. Uh, because that's what we want to do. You going for the heart then? Going for the heart. 
Um, well, I'm going to use another luck point because that was fucking terrible. What did you get? I got a five. Oh, fine. Uh, oh, you're burning through luck fast, my dude. I'm aware. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll happily let you do it. I'm, there's not a limit. Yeah, but... Dane is just really, really indulging tonight. Yeah. Just can, didn't you just give me some, like I think your monstrous side is taking over more, which there'll be long term consequences, oh, but yeah. short term, like just more fire. I don't know. Y- yeah, just like maybe not even just more fire, but like the mouths, like they grow on his body. Yes. Like they're longer and larger and may, like more rows of teeth and everything. So they take up more of his body than they had previously. All right. I have something very fun planned for this. Okay. You're doing that. You're just slashing at the heart, right? Mm-hmm. You're just going at it. More and more of these guys are ascending on. You're going to take two harm just from the axe strikes. And you're desperately trying to slam at this thing. And you're chipping away at it. Um, and the, the defoginator is roaring away, pulling away at its flame. And it, it's trying. you can tell that it's trying to burn brighter, right? Mm-hmm. And then you see one of those coal figures is trying to run in. Oh, they can't anymore. Never mind, because it's Sanj's thing. Yep, so that's been taken care of. Never mind. <laughs> um, one of them tries to and then freezes. And but they're all descending, like, like, not even like red blood cells, like white blood cells now descending on a pathogen. They are coming at you. And you're just, there's probably a bit right as you're smashing this thing. You're like, all right, this is it. I, I, did, I did my thing. And then you actually feel one of them gets yanked off. And maybe do you turn around? Yeah. Oh no. One of the coal miners is swinging his axe at the others. <gasps> and going out, and they're surprised. They're not, they're confused by what's happening. They're actually, for the first time, maybe thrown off a little I bit by this. Mess. And, and then that, there's still several of them at this point, but then that figure grabs you by the chest like yeah he doesn't have a shirt to grab but it grabs you and no you know what it grabs you by is the fucking necklace around your neck and pulls you close and these these guys don't have eyes but you don't need them to know that this one is looking at you and they don't have mouths but you do not need to hear words to know what he is saying to you which is like hell are you going to die here before you save those kids and get that cross back to my friend and then they descend on him and you actually do see that there are two smaller ones that have been hampered a little bit and are trying to crawl out. What do you do? The heart is collapsing now in on itself, as is probably a lot of the mountain. Dane will grab the two, like just take two of the tongues and like toss the two of the tongues will toss their pickaxes aside and reach out and grab the two figures. And then while the other tongue's still latching onto pickaxes uh, with all of that, we'll kind of like, almost like in the way that like, you'll like climb with ice picks, except this way he'll like pull himself across the ground that way. Cause he only has the one leg. Yeah. Almost like Doc Ock and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. with walking with the tentacle. Yes. Yeah, but just like that oh, with the pickaxe. Shit, this is dope. <laughs> and in fact, because you're doing this, I'm not going to make you take a minus one on going to this because it's so fucking cool. Then you've compensated, I think. Mm-hmm. However, this is to protect someone. You're trying to save these kids. Yeah. So you need to, you can take a never again, right? Yeah. You, the never only thing you again. can do is not take harm. Never again. You, you look back as you're taking them and they've descended upon Joe at this point and they are shattering his body into bits. And you actually, you see them almost desperately trying to toss his, his, his sort of just broken form into the, the heart, which is not doing anything. It's just going up against Cassandra's barrier and then stretching and freezing. And the heart 
it's not it's beating erratically now it's like going into cardiac arrest so to speak and it it's arrhythmic and each beat now doesn't fuel it it's uh its flame is dimming now as the defogginator pulls out more and more of the air in the room and it just lets out one final beat and breaks and but some of those splinters fire at you dane and just like one last belch and you do take a couple harm from that so now you're pretty bad right bud yeah how much do i take just two okay hurting still alive but you get those kids out and as you leave the room you can see like in classic collapse style the the whole chamber is collapsing from inside outward mm-hmm. as just things are falling like a, the heart is now just a husk and then finally as it, it explodes a bit and then a big rock just falls and crushes it and it's shattered and, 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 it, and in addition to shattering the heart, it just crushes any of those remaining coal figures that were there. Damn it, Joe. Just crushes all of them. Oh, Wait, what about... What about what, Chris? The, the, the kids. We have the yeah, kids. Yeah, we, we have, have the, the kids. kids. We have the kids. When the heart finally shatters, the kids go limp. And if you were to look, you would actually see that it's doing a similar thing. It's starting to recede. It almost... It recedes a bit and it breaks off a little bit. Yeah. And you can actually see skin. And Dane... Mm. You notice the same. Use everything starts to hurt worse. Yeah. Every, yep. It's fine. But the the mouths are still out. That's fine. Um, and so you guys look behind and see a Doc Ock sort of looking <laughs> creature. Come. Run faster! <laughs> Holy shit! Okay. That's fucking cool. Dane. Yeah, Dane. Dane is rushing past and. I guess really, like if there's any spare tongues, we'll pick up people and move along. Oh my god! <laughs> All I'm right. imagining them just being towed along. Yeah, <laughs> just traversing um, a blue think... streak. Go ahead. No, just like just like as they're like uh, barreling along, just kind of like if there's any spare tongues, pick up people as they're come uh, rolling through. What the fuck? Ah! Oh my god, it's not the first time I've done this. How many times? I'm I'm pretty small, so... You can pick me up. I love you saying this so nonchalantly as you're being dragged out of a collapsing <laughs> abomination. <laughs> you guys, and again, it's collapsing somewhat thankfully from the inside out. And it's sort of weird. It's almost like, it's not even like it's collapsing. It's like the mountain is refilling itself back in as if this thing was applying pressure from the inside out and now it's being squished mm-hmm. back. But it is still kind of collapsing in chunks. Oh yeah, uh, we can retrace our steps. You can retrace your steps. Yeah. So hey. I think, uh, amazingly, you're being... Uh, the, the nice the way that this manifests is that the tunnel is actually... The structure is solidifying now as it collapses from the inside out. And Tempest, the map still does show it, even though it's showing it collapsing mm-hmm. in real time. And you're, you're able... You have the, the way <laughs> that this manifests is basically a straight shot. Yeah, it's a, it's a fairly straight shot with one or two turns here or there. Just and see you guys turn see, left! Uh, <laughs> fucking turning left <laughs> with the Doc Ock-style shit. <laughs> Horrifying. Um, one thing that you would notice as a bit of flavor on the way out, if you see any of those coal figures, they're collapsing. They're not, they're not turning into coal. Or they're not turning into scales. They're sort of shattering. And Cassandra, you would see it like ghosts are coming out of them. Oh. Um, shit. I guess they were dead. Like spirits. And then 
after making one last turn, you see a welcome sight, which is a non-orange threatening evil light, but a more warm bluish toned one of the original entrance. And you all, as it's collapsing behind you, get out just in time to look back and see final tendril of the heart give way. And there is just a cliffside again. <sighs> okay, who's dying? Abby <sighs> uh. May. Dane immediately like letting go of everyone and the tongues just retract back inside of him and he like collapses. All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess this is also a quick question. When you said that it all hurts like hell, do I have any limbs aside from my one arm? No. Okay. I mean, actually, wait. No, any any limbs that were connected with the glue, I think, still work. Well, they so you have the leg. Well, they yeah. So I have one leg that is now normal. No, it's still glue. Oh, it's still glue. So okay. basically, so basically, I you am, are now. Yeah, I have one arm. Okay, cool. Yeah, Dane yeah. fucking yep. collapses. He's done. And probably bleeding profusely. Oh, yes, Dane fuck. is dying. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Dane is okay. very much uh, hurting. Um, uh, I can. I can try to do something with my magic. I never really tries to use it to heal, but... I'll take Ash and you do something. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I, I'm more manageable. Tempest, you know, you turn to roll over to Ashton. You see around you, you look, and there is a figure standing there, and it's, it's somewhat faint and phantasmal, but it is a man in a mining uniform, and you see that all around you are a ring of men in similar uniforms. What what do you do in that immediate moment upon seeing this? Um. Now I, I think they they look up at them and go. Now I'm paraphrasing, but I'm pretty sure Gus is sorry. There's a bit where you're not sure what's going to happen. Um, you're looking around, and their faces are somewhat stock still. And I think that you're worried. You, understandably, right? Ring of ghost books. Then you hear from behind you, you hear a voice go out and it, you hear the following. And let this feeble body fail And let it faint or die My soul shall quit this mournful veil And soar to worlds on high and I'll sing hallelujah, and you'll sing hallelujah, and we'll all sing hallelujah when we arrive at home. And then when that voice finishes, the next verse begins and all the other voices join in. And once again, the mountain is alive, but not with the cruel, vile shudders of some evil thing at its center, but with the voices of long lost souls finally getting to return to rest. One by one, they fade, and Dane, uh, you don't recognize any of them, save for one, and he gives you a slight smile, 
as he fades away too. And the pain doesn't go away completely. Um, Y'all are still beat up, still in need of medical attention. But any of you that were unstable can check that box off now. Okay. As as Joe's obviously spirit is floating away, Dane will mutter under their breath, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Just fades away. He doesn't have time for your bullshit. He's going to heaven. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like lucky bastard. Sing hallelujah, and you sing hallelujah.